Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. We've entered the early stages of an industrial age that has begun taming the wilderness across the world. And while progress brings solutions, it also brings new and more complex problems, and tends to pick at old wounds left unhealed. The first trains have begun to run in the north along with airships, but the long-ignored issues of stolen land, pollution, and deforestation have begun to fester, to name only a few. But our focus and our second story is on one small group of new allies and their own struggles and battles against a changing, dangerous world. Our particular window in time falls 500 years after the Calamity and the Great Shattering of Harris. With any luck, this story will resonate across time like the last. Christmas Fortune Mayor, a dodgy charlatan formerly of the Jade Street Crows Gang, but he doesn't remember that part of his life. With a five-year memory gap and having only recently rediscovered friends he'd forgotten, Christmas is suddenly on a dangerous path left by his former self. Thankfully, he's a master of charm, theatrics, and disguise, and when those don't work, he has found family that, whether he remembers them or not, will fight to the last beside him. Magda Renly, a professional mercenary and member of the revered title clan of Monster Hunters. With a wasting curse weighing on her shoulders that can't be dismissed by normal means, Magda has been left to search for an unconventional cure. Now, she's found herself with a group of allies she didn't ask for, and friends whose love she doesn't understand. Years of dealing with regret, ill health, and distrust have left her slow to ask for help. Noah Barago, a cheery alchemist from Reese's Ridge and son of a well-known engineer and apothecarist. Noah's upbringing was colorful, to say the least, leading to his expertise in potions and mechanical contraptions. He's out in the world to find new ideas and support the family business. But now, he stumbled into a pile of issues that most rich kids from the suburbs just don't deal with. But in his own words, usually with a gun and a grin leveled at the current problem, don't you worry there, guy, everything's gonna be hunky-dory. Fustrak Wildborn, a wandering warrior from the Nathar clan and student of the runic battle traditions of the giant kin. Raised by folk who believed in the survival of the fittest, but refused to adapt to the modern world, Fustrak left the clan to seek outside knowledge to hopefully bring home one day. He is set on helping his people survive, even if they are stuck in their old ways and don't realize how badly they need his insight. And we're live. Well, Hi, that everybody. sounded like you stepped on a baby goose. Um, <laughs> no, I can't do it again. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. I'm your Dungeon Master, Taylor Wallace. And joining me, I have Astrid Knight. Hello, everyone. I have Blake Wolf. Eat goots. <laughs> okay. Uh, I have <laughs> Zach Gale. Hi. And I've got sick. As a man in my early 20s, I ate too many soft pretzels. And now I don't do that anymore. 
Did you eat too many soft pretzels in your 20s or in your early 20s or was that recently? I can't remember how old you are. (laughs) He's like 29. Oh, you are not. Okay. Okay. So it was a while ago is what (laughs) you're saying. Yep. Okay. (laughs) Did you you switch your fun fact from your outro to your intro? Like, Is that why you have such dainty feet? Um, excuse me, I actually only have one dainty foot. The other one oh. is two sizes right. larger than the other That's one. Right. That's better. I thought you got too diabetic from the pretzels and you lost it. Oh, oh my god. god. Anyway, kids. Uh, good morning. Last time. No, no, we're not starting it again. Anyway, last time. Uh, game 23, yes and, because that's what happened in that episode. Uh, you guys, uh, got to the villas on Courage Estate and let Gwyn rest there before going out shopping in the evening. For the sake of brevity, you guys visited the Bread Basket Bakery, which is now mm. canon. Uh, mm-hmm. a falconer shop where you saw a cockatrice and heard about an exotic animal trapper named Barrett. Uh, and then you went around gathering odds and ends for guns, projects, and the like. Uh, meeting back up with Gwyn... Uh, she was able to tell you uh, some of what happened to her when she fought against the crows with Lorcan back in Locks Landing. Uh, she told you that a memory that had previously been tampered with, now restored, uh, that Tane, uh, the person who originally betrayed Christmas and Sala and Gwyn, uh, was there. He was going after Hector specifically. Uh, and she also told you that though she did not realize that it was Sav, uh, she told you that a false Lorcan came and disappeared into the real Lorcan. Uh, after the rest of you left her be to <coughs> rest a bit more, uh, Gwyn and Mac- God bless you, child. What? I just, I was, I was blessing Ash just in case she has, you know, the Black Plague or something. Yeah, yeah. I do not uh, have the Black Plague, I just choked on my spit. because Oh, of that. I mean, that's idea. the biggest plague of all, being alive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, <Yeah>. brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, after the others left, Gwen and Magda talked and decided that if they're doomed anyway, they may as well be doomed together. So, yay, they're lesbians! Um... Fustrock uh, brought the collective some nice charcuterie baskets. Uh, he went to Lodestone Hall first, having forgotten that the collective stays at Courage Manor at night. Yeah. Uh, so you walked across town and back uh, with guards laughing at you the whole time. Uh, um, you got a chance to speak to Lady Caladir about your Phoenix Mark. Uh, and meanwhile, Noah chopped up some birds with his dad. Yep. Uh, and you guys eventually, them. yes, you guys eventually regathered to help Christmas send a message to Sala, which turned into a drunken mess. Uh, but before you could go off to bed, the Titan Firin themselves appeared, oh, yeah. apparently called by Burkana on your behalf, Burkana and Kaladir. Uh You guys, let's see. Uh, they give you a little more context for Magda's curse, saying you would need Lorcan if you ever want to break it. Uh, but they gave Magda a gift of clearing away the visible marks of the curse. 
So now you pretty, but still anxious. Hence the new yep. nickname in chat. Uh, <laughs> you guys uh, talked about contacting Ross Greer in the morning to see if he'd found Callum uh, in the hopes of maybe getting Callum or getting information from Callum on how to summon a fae. Uh, let's see. I believe that was pretty much it. You guys headed off to bed. So now it's turn 21st. Uh, and I believe I handed a couple of you letters over the past week. Hopefully um, it wasn't me. Yeah, hopefully it wasn't me either. So, Fustrock and Christmas woke up with letters. What you do with them is up to you. Um... I also have read it. I am immediately going to send a message to Sala. I'm on Reddit too. Yeah, we all have Reddit. We all we've all seen Reddit. <laughs> Shut up, Wojak. <laughs> it's just gonna be an in joke forever. Uh, fuck up, dainty feet. <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Wait, did we all just? Going. Yeah, we all just got new nicknames because of that. We have yeah. uh, Wojak, Dainty Feet. <laughs> Tom Selleck's persona, and then <laughs> whatever the fuck Noah and 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 Jasper got. Uh, uh, Jasper Jasper got Bojack Monkman. That's right. <laughs> oh. So Noah's the only one that doesn't actually have one. Yeah, yet. Noah got the cool one from me because no one else has made a comment about it yet. The black so powder alchemist. Black, yeah, true. the black powder alchemist. Which is funny because Noah is like not a joke character, but also the closest thing we have to a joke character. And then he oh, got absolutely. the serious nickname while yeah. we all got joke character names so yeah. see um, here's here's the thing when you play D D, you just fuck around and find out sometimes yeah. things go okay <clears throat> yeah sometimes so, you roll in that one when trying to get on a train Chris. exactly multiple <laughs> times yes. all right uh so i will immediately send uh a message to sala using a third level spell slot might be a lot of that today just spend <clears throat> your entire day messaging with your texting with your girlfriend right basically Probably except, except it's like it's like when you're it's like when you were younger <laughs> and you only could send so many text messages a day before going yeah. over like the family you gotta plan. click the button three times to get to the letter <laughs> right. you have to wait yeah you have to wait till like 8 p.m and then those it's days. Three after right. 8 p.m all right oh, god uh, i remember those days so the message that i am sending it says uh and i i typed this out ahead of time so it's exactly 25 five words nice. uh, in fact it might be 24 uh the house is sav they're possessing lorcan we're getting prepared to travel to constanos don't do anything stupid yet wait for us first stay yeah. safe except in uh uh christmas's voice which i just forgot to do for some That's reason fine. all of a sudden <laughs> post that to me in chat just in case you got it I thought you already messaged her the night before. Yeah, I, I did. It did was too. unintelligible uh, mess, yeah. basically. <laughs> I went back and actually reread what he said. I'm like, without context, she has no fucking idea what he means. Yep. Yeah. He said, Lorcan compromised is the house equals Sav, something like that. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> it, was, it was a drunk text, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know it's bad when you start putting algebra in your text messages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, following <laughs> that, well, actually, uh, if Fustrak has anything he wants to do with his letter, 
first go ahead and do that because I haven't actually prepared a message for Ross yet. Okay. Um, Boostrock is not uh, going to be following up on much of that right now. Okay. Um, there isn't a ton to really, really do to follow up with it at this point. And he has other things that he's concerned about. I know. <laughs> so I'll just leave that letter alone. Okay. Uh, what about Magda and Noah? What are you doing this morning? What are you doing, Magda? Uh, I mean, we know, but, you know. Hey. Uh, <laughs> after that. Um, no. <laughs> uh, wow. That's a good wake up. Yeah. I think... If we have like a mirror, like a full-length mirror or something, oh Jesus! No, I'm not gonna be gross, you nasty bitch. (laughs) Gonna put it on, yeah, in front of the mirror. Yeah, can we have? Yeah, Gwen is gonna put it on the ceiling and uh, be able to reach. Yeah, 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 she can just hold it up while she's yeah. (laughs) No, I wanted to take like a thorough look at like my Mm. body. And mm-hmm. Shut up, <laughs> God, You can't, can't say that anything. shit in this company. I know, nope. but you know, like, I just got, like, it all taken away, so I was like, I I think she's still kind of like, did it, did it really get rid of everything? Is this real? And everything, so I think she's, like, looking over, like, head to toe, like, mm-hmm. what's going on here? Can we can we retcon that Furin just brought you like gold bond from the future? Yeah, uh huh. Fixed <laughs> magical gold bond. Rub this on you <laughs> twice a day, and mm-hmm. get, make sure to get your elbows a little bit. Um, yep. Gotta get rid of that yeah. eczema. Yeah. <laughs> uh, waking up in the morning to what is another lovely, warm, clear day in Irakel, uh, which is kind of the norm. It's like California, um, minus the fire. Minus the fire. Uh, you uh, you get a chance to just sort of be alone and like look over in the mirror, and there's nothing. It's all gone. Even the Your worst body's of it. gone. Yep, I'm invisible now. There is zero <laughs> sign that there was ever any desiccation there. Even scars left over from desiccation are gone. Like, you still have scars from other things left, but it's literally as if it never happened. You're still, you know, rail thin, but yeah, that'll come with time. Yeah. Cool. Okay. That's it. Taylor, I'm, (laughs) I'm messaging you something else separately. Oh, boy. Uh, what's, what's Noah doing this morning? Uh, I think, well, right now he's, uh, checking his, uh, stats online. Um, so I, uh, would probably, I, uh, hmm. would I have enough time? How long does it take to craft bullets? Does it take me forever or is it something I can just do real quick? Um, it's usually something that like, if you were doing it while traveling, you could do it once like your eight out eight to ten hours of walking a day is done um okay. from actual like experience 
Making bullets probably would take like an hour or two. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on that, I guess. Um I'm going to I'm just gonna spend an hour working on my clockwork bird. Okay. A kamikaze hawk. Yeah, my kamikaze hawk. <clears throat> Do you need me to roll anything? Um, yeah, go ahead and roll a tinker check. Okay. Uh, I'm going to give myself guidance. Also, Coop, you misspelled Courage. Oh, geez, that is not a great, My not bad. a great roll. Six, 15. Uh, I'm going to use a flash of genius to make it 19. 19? Okay. Um, spending a little more time now that you've had a rest to sort of mull over some of the bits that weren't working before. Um, you are starting to come up with a way of like layering, uh, keeping it very light, but layering these sort of like feather, like, uh, what are, what would you be using for the feathers? Would you actual be using feathers. actual feathers? Okay. Yep. Um, I want to keep are... it as light as possible. Okay. Yeah. You figure <laughs> out, you get a little bit better idea of how to layer them correctly to the mm -hmm. point where it's still, you still haven't figured out the like actual propulsion part yet. That's going to require some interesting testing more than just fiddling mm -hmm. around um mm -hmm. but at this point you have wings that will work and will like lock into a glide when you need them to but they will also flap if you can figure out again like an engine okay would would you say that i have like the whole body as well or is this just yeah like you just you wings? have you have the bird but okay. you're lacking propulsion one clockwork bird yeah. No propulsion. Yeah. So it we need is... to create arcane bird farts is what you're saying. Just like <laughs> Sure. Um at this stage, it would be usable as a glider if you lock the wings. Okay. So it's a paper airplane right now. A little more cool. interesting than that. Mm -hmm. Uh it's an Archimedes paper airplane. Yes. Uh okay. So yeah, after that, I think I'd probably just go down to breakfast. Okay. Uh, yeah, breakfast is a fancy affair in this place. Um, when each of you come out, um, there are people that are constantly, like, taking care of the grounds and, like, cleaning. And there's somebody there scooping bird guts and feathers out of the pool uh, because of what Noah did last time. You, you cleaned your hands in the pool. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. They weren't like dripping in guts. They were like yeah. Just well, bloody. you described you. You listen. did say like all, all the, the feathers shit and guts on. Yeah. Um. Mm. But yeah, somebody's there cleaning it. Um. Oh, sex. But as you, good lord, as you guys uh come out, um, different sort of uh caretakers direct you toward the manor itself for breakfast. I allow myself to be directed. Cool. Um, are you all, are you waiting for each other or are you just going? Uh, well, yeah, I'm just going. Okay. It's um, food. You will, you yeah. will see chips there along the way, just sort of stumping his way toward the front door. Stumping. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and, uh, 
Have you guys seen the piggy dipping thing? Because now yeah. all I can hear is God. piggy stumping. Piggy dipping. Piggy dipping. Piggy stumping. No, I have no idea what that is. My wife doesn't yeah. quote that 27 yeah. times a day. I can imagine. Um, Stay I am on gonna... It's just like <laughs> living can't. with the embodiment of TikTok. I will... Uh, I'll grab chips and we'll go to breakfast. Okay. I have a um, question. Mm-hmm. Noah hasn't told us that Chips is here. He basically just said, Chips is safe. Yeah. Yep. You're right. Yeah, it's true, isn't it? I think think upon seeing him at breakfast, we'd be able to put two and two together, though, at this point. Like, yeah. Be like, oh my god, Chips is here. That's where he went. Right. Um... When you guys, when each of you guys get in, uh, you'll see Jasper is already there ahead of you all, um, and he is seated next to Vesper, who is one of only a handful of collective members who's there, um, but he is showing her his journal, and she's just fascinated by it, looking through it. Um, also there, you will see the Furbolg Morgan uh, sitting at Vesper's other side. Uh, Hana Yukagara is still there. Uh, Armin and Sonnering would be there. And let's see. Squall should be there, but Arabelle is not. Um, all of the other collective members are not present. You imagine they've either split off to do their own things or have just journeyed off back across the world after being summoned here. Uh, but you are all welcome in, welcomed in by the collective members and given seats at this long dining table that previously only Fustrock has seen. This long, uh, dark, uh, very deep, dark wood uh, dining table with matching chairs all uh, covered in, like, gold filigree on it. This very fancy. Uh, there are uh vases with rare flowers around the room there's uh these big tall uh like french style windows uh with draping silk curtains in warm colors uh the entire hall is decked out with this rich uh again warm colored rug that runs the whole length and uh breakfast is not continental it is everything that they could basically get a hold of for their guests like this is damn near a feast of a breakfast um considering considering the location there's a lot of uh seafood available um a lot of mediterranean style dishes uh lots of spices lots of uh there's also a good um a good amount of like curries and things of that nature but uh you They've spared no expense for guests, it seems. Oh, God. Yeah. Don't say that line. What? We spared no expense. <sighs> yeah, no, literally every every fucking time. Every time. <laughs> I don't know what the problem is. It's a quote That's from the Jurassic problem. Park. That's the oh, problem. I didn't know that was a thing from Jurassic Park. Yeah, John Hammond says that multiple times, and that's the reason why everybody dies. Oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think the reason that everyone dies is because they brought back dinosaurs. They spared no expense. That's true, but also the bigger problem (laughs) was the dinosaurs. 
I could have an entire podcast about just talking about Jurassic Park, but I we will <laughs> not do that for the next four hours. <laughs> we'll pull a coop and go full Spider-Man. <laughs> Spider-Man, you say? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm gonna eat and talk to Chips and yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Good morning, everybody. Morning. Christmas is absolutely hungover. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I look at him like, uh, do you want me to make you another one of those, uh, uh, you know, the, the anti-hangover potions that I made you last time? No, I'm I'm good. I don't think I'll I'll need that today. I uh, I should be fine. So oh. good. Howdy breakfast. Okay. And then he just kind of like stares off and yeah, just like yeah. stares into oblivion for a moment. Who's drank six bottles of whiskey? Christmas, a filled plate with just like greasy ass shit and yeah. bread. Just like good, good hangover breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> My God. Um, I start but as you guys... compli- I start like compiling it into this like abomination of food. It's like it's like when you get served like like uh like. Um, like a Swiss steak and like mashed potatoes and corn and then it just all ends up as just like one thing on your plate instead of like mm. individual things. That's what I do with Who's... eggs and hash browns and bacon. Same. Just chop them all up and That's exactly what I'm doing. I was Mush like, together. I, yeah. I turn it into a skillet. Yeah, basically. Um, but yeah, as you guys are eating um, the room is fairly quiet besides like little hints of conversation here. Um, the members of the collective that are here are mostly keeping to themselves and seem to be reviewing like papers and ledgers and that sort of thing. Um, the only one who's not is Vesper, uh, who is basically talking with Jasper. Um, they are speaking Sunar at a mile a minute. Uh, but uh, after a little while, uh, Morgan looks over you all, this big, tall furbolg, um, with, I don't remember what he looks like, I don't care. Um, I believe he has darker hair, but like shot through with gray. Um, he, uh, he looks over you all, he says, well, did you all uh, have, a, have a good night out in the villas? Was it, was it warm enough for everybody? Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. It, anything above freezing is is warm enough right now. From yeah, where, you where folks we came have been uh, down in Frosthold for a while. And uh, Andy, I'm noble in. And I'm That's right. Yeah, that's just the last two weeks. Uh, now I understand, and he looks toward Magda. He says, "I understand um, from uh, some reports that I got that uh, your." Fathers headed to Hjolmanir? Yeah, that's right. Wonderful. Phelan are there right now. I believe you already know that. Uh, Vesper and I will be heading back there before long, so I'll be sure to keep an eye out for him for you. Wonderful. Um, and if all else fails, Lee and Nova will uh, look after everything. But uh, we are curious. And when he says we, he sort of motions to the collective members who all look up. We are curious um, what you all intend to do from this point. You're more than welcome to stay 
at the estate for a while. Uh, I know you've had a hard time recently. I imagine a rest is due. Uh, we've been talking about it. We need to reach out to some people. We need to... Well, we're at least going to take the next couple of days, I think. I would, uh... I would definitely like to take a few days myself. Yeah, just do some, uh, some low-effort kind of work. Make some coin and see a few people, and then after that, we're, um... I'll, I'll look at Magda as I say this next part. Uh, I'm currently waiting to hear back regarding some... Well, actually, Taylor, did I hear back from either Sala or Ross? Yeah, I just sent you what Ross said. Ah! ah. Would help if I would check my shit. <laughs> oh, shit, I got a message, guys. Oh, boy. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah messages. The message. Let me see what I got. Oh, man, it's just nudes. <laughs> <laughs> It's just nudes. Kirby, no. you have a message? <laughs> okay, okay, hold on just a minute, guys. Um, <laughs> Taylor looks so animated. Get off my back, woman. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm not focusing on my expression face. I see uh, that you're typing still, so I'm just waiting to see what the next thing says. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, so I think we're gonna. What are we gonna go do? We're gonna go like kill some exotic animals or something. No. Uh, I don't think that's what we're gonna do. I think we're gonna collect some. Uh, uh, um, Armin speaks up and says, "Well, if you all are looking for some work, uh, there's always well." I've seen most of you are uh, already AMC members. There's some bounties up, uh, recent bounties, that should oh, be yeah. pretty profitable. Um, that's a good point. You know, you're one of those people that's in the collective. Do you guys have any jobs? Usually if we have specific jobs, we reach out to the people we need. Or we ask Arabelle, and she sends chasers out to do it for us. Uh, the only thing that I can think of right now, um, and he looks over to, uh, he looks over to, wait, nope, they're not here, never mind. Um, he, he glances to Vesper, he says, Vesper actually just put in a bounty for us to the AMC, uh, mm-hmm. because, unfortunately, chasers haven't been able to do the job, um. We had a, a break-in at Lodestone Hall a bit ago. Uh, a couple things were stolen out of the museum there. Mm. Like what? Uh, you know, uh, y'all really should like step up your security because you've you know you've been broken into. You've almost been blown up. I feel like it's not going very well. These problems haven't popped up until very recently, and trust me, we are taking mm-hmm. them seriously. But okay. uh, the Lala Ritter, our elite guards uh, have taken a couple hits recently so things are a little strained uh, i um, would also say like specifically miss molinock should look into stepping up her security because she technically had a train robbed twice recently we're aware yeah you do understand <laughs> that this is a very large world and while 17 people seems like a lot it's not uh, what was stolen 
from uh, yeah scene. let's go back to that <laughs> uh, well uh the first item stolen was a scroll uh that mm. contained illustrations uh of sir silas veneer's tattoos oh oh are you uh, sure it, was... it wasn't a scroll of uh uh what was it what was the scroll that we stole the resurrection scroll. I know. It says um, it was created uh, by the grandson of the artist who made the tattoos back in 309. Uh, we've kept them all this time, both as, you know, a uh, piece of memory of the original collective, but also uh, it's one of the better. Uh, tattooed spell books that have ever been made so people study it for how to uh, recreate such things uh, the second item and potentially the much more dire loss was a gun called overwatch <gasps> oh, no! oh no that uh, was that was my baby in yeah. campaign one yeah um my- Big, the uh, the baby that constantly fucking jammed. Uh, hey, yeah, you know what? She did okay like at the end. Damage. Yeah, um, she did all right at the end. <laughs> yeah, uh, Armin explains. Says it is a Molinark 720 rifle uh, carried by Marin Veneer uh, before, during, and after Obsidian Day. Um, it's been with us since about 289 when uh, Lady Artesia gave it to us from her mother's collection. But uh, those have both been stolen away, and we have reason to believe that the thieves could be the cult of the Eternal. Oh. I don't know if you folks know anything about them, but they're oh. a constant thorn in our side. Vaguely, yeah. Uh, Not they, familiar to me. Yeah, that they, familiar to me. They call themselves the Friends of the Eternal, but uh, they're, they're a cult. They've existed since basically shortly after the Hydaelyn cult fell apart. They are obsessed with Lady Keladir, and they think she is a god. But so why would they have taken those items then? They go around stealing artifacts related to Silas Veneer. Uh, in the hopes yeah. that they will gain her attention or access her power. And anything related to Silas, his wife, his children, his family, even the royal Moors, uh, is fair game to them. Well, that plan hasn't really uh, worked for the past 300 years, has it? But... No, but they're getting bigger and more... Uh, ballsy for the lack of a better word hmm. my god mm, that might be something worth looking into how long ago did you say this happened uh, a couple weeks now is there any reason to believe that you that they would stay in town well considering that this is on the only sure place that Keladir ever appears in public I imagine they're probably somewhere around here. Okay. Mm. We have a lot of irons in the fire, so it's not exactly uh, something we can get to right away, which is 
why we're dealing out jobs to other people. Do you have any leads on it or anything like that? Uh, I do not myself, mm. but uh, Sergeant Riley mm. down at the uh, AMC office has been looking into this for us and sending people out to get uh, get more information. I um, Sergeant Riley. I wouldn't mind uh, us taking on this particular job. Yeah. Um, and there are mighty kind to me. Well, there are there are other jobs out there that may be more up your alley. We can find people to do this. We're just stretched thin at the moment. Normally, we don't ask the AMC to do things for us. Uh, all right. Well, we can look into it. Um, is do you know if Miss Kenna? is still around. Uh, I'm sure she's around here somewhere. Do you need her? Oh, really? I just wanted to speak to her. Uh, thank her for a favor she called in. So. Oh, are you... You mean Farron? Yeah, that... Oh, that was, was... That was Caladir and Burke. Oh, well... Okay. I can... I can thank multiple people. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Caladir and Roan uh, and Roan have already left. I, I can't say where to, uh, but uh, Burke is, I think he's out on the ground somewhere. He he likes to wander a lot. Okay. Just walk outside and yell. He'll, he'll hear you. Ah! Burkata! Um... <laughs> Magda, I, I did hear back from Ross. Um, I sent him a message this morning. He uh, he's he's got eyes on on our boy. Knows where he is. So, okay. uh, it it's very difficult for me to convey everything that I need to convey in a in a short message. So, if we're gonna stop by the AMC office, I, we could we sh probably should send him something. I would prefer if it didn't come from me, because that's easier to track, and that's something I'd like to avoid right now. I can still provide the coin uh, once I have it. So, uh, sorry. So you want me to send a message to Ross saying what to do? Okay. Uh, well, it's your ex, so it'd probably be for the best. Is Gwen here? Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> Still didn't talk about that. All right. Yeah. She has little to no reaction. You get this this sort of like, oh, kind of thing. Like, not, it's not bothering her. Uh, I will ruminate. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, but uh, in the midst of all this, uh, Chips pipes up. He says, "You know, you guys really should uh, take a while to rest before you go off and do all that crazy stuff, though. Like, I know, I know, there's things that need to be done and people waiting, but you guys have kind of had a hard time of it recently." 
Yeah. I turn back to Morgan. I'm like, oh, okay, so here's the thing. Like, uh, Kenna brought chips here to keep him safe, but you guys are mm-hmm. getting broken into and, like, blown up and stuff. Is there, like, a safer place that he can go, or is this, like, it? Uh, Garage Manor is probably the best protected place, and it has not been broken into as of mm. yet. At least not in the past 50 years. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say. I think I remember yeah. breaking into <laughs> Courage Manor. Well, yeah, but that was 300 years ago. We also no, didn't really break into it. We you just teleported kind of... in with Vosner, who has like yeah. full clearance to go Showed there at any time. That's true. We, yeah. we um, killed the the whatever they were, the War Warforged. That was uh, yep. the workshop. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's uh, where we is... took Lysander. Yeah, that's Lodestone yeah. Hall. That's a different oh, place. they're okay, different sorry. places. Yeah. Um, Whatever. Lodestone Hall is is what used to be the Arcane Emporium. Yeah. Ah. You didn't know this? No, I did. I just okay. didn't. I had forgotten where exactly we teleported to. Yeah. And how that all went down. Yeah, you guys teleported into Courage Manor, walked to the Arcane Emporium months ago. Took Lysander, and yeah. Um. But, uh, yeah, Morgan assures you, he says, Courage Manor is always the most carefully protected, uh, being that, you know, the collective often sleeps here. Uh, Mm. We also house guests, uh, anybody who needs protecting. Lodestone Hall is... It's not as high up on the uh, list of things to protect. Yes, there are some valuable things in there, but it's all items. It's all inanimate stuff. It's the people we're more worried about. And mm-hmm. typically, when the collective is in town, our guards travel with us. So when we're in Lodestone Hall, it's better protected. When we're here, it's better protected, so on and so forth. Gotcha. Okay, well, uh, yeah. I guess we can uh, we can go look at those things and see what we can do. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, I uh, is oh sorry. Mm. I was gonna say let's take like ten so that I can run off and see if I can find Kenna and Burke. Mm. Uh, you mean Kaladir and Burke? Kenna. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ken- Kenna's not here. Burke is. I thought you said Kenna was here, but Caladir no. and Roan left. No, Caladir and Roan left. Kenna is. Kenna has left. You're, Burke is you're around. You're right. You're right, Ash. Taylor yeah. did say that Kenna's you around. You said Kenna's did around. I? Yeah, yes. you did. Oh. <laughs> did I? Yes. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. Yeah. That's, what I That's okay. why you know, I laughed she's, because she's I was around? like. Because okay. Ash asked that, and I was like, there's no fucking way she's here. She's always gone. Like, she's never around when you need her. You did say that she was sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I I I'm fuck it. I misspoke, but now it's canon. She's around somewhere. So yeah, I'm gonna go talk to them and then we can take off and do whatever the fuck. Cool. I'll come with you. Uh that's fine. I'd rather just I'd rather just like make this like it's a very personal thing mm-hmm. christmas yeah, so. I got it. yeah. <laughs> but buddy system though 
you know, that's you know, that's not a bad idea. We, especially do I really places. need we, a buddy we, system when I'm talking to a demigod? Yes. Especially. Yeah, definitely. Do you have um, you read no stories about Marin Veneer? Every time she met a god, something wrong happened. Yeah. Al also, we we so. keep we keep saying that we're gonna do a. a a buddy system and then Fustrock runs off on on his own and and now you're trying to run off on your own which is not I kind of figured that it was like the rules didn't apply while we were like in the presence of near deities but all right um Gwen speaks up and says would it be better if I went with you sure. yeah there's three of us it'll be fun no wow no, Christmas <laughs> no Sure, Gwen. I Chris, do you want to come with me and uh, kidnap somebody's pets? Hell yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Boostrack, you coming? Um, you know, I do have three kegs of black powder. Maybe we could find another train. Oh, God. That, uh... <laughs> and uh, uh, Sonnering speaks up and says, Please don't do that. Please. Okay, fine. No trains. We'll find a horse. Um, Boostrock has not... He's been eating a light breakfast for him. He hasn't been eating a, a ton like he normally does. He's you trying, trying to cut calories or something, man? And he definitely, <laughs> definitely looks a little tired. Um, oh, definitely perfect. Oh no, he's brigant. He, uh. Oh, moo cow baby. Stupid. He just says, I'm, uh. I'm gonna go back to, uh. Back to my room. I, uh. I got. Uh, I got some to take care of. But, uh. uh I'll, I'll meet you guys in town. Insight uh, check. Yeah, I'm doing the insight <laughs> check too. Yeah, Noah's just like, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> My passive insight is nine, you guys. That was oh. almost cocked, and then it wasn't. That's an eighteen. Twenty-four. He does, in fact, have something to do in his room. Yeah, are you gonna go do something by yourself, though? You gonna you gonna go off alone? Oh, okay, that's what to you're getting his at. room. Okay. <laughs> Which he shares with Jasper, but is okay. he's planning on being there alone? Oh. Is everything all right? Yeah, that's the other part of the insight check. Is like, is Fustrak okay? Are any um, of you okay right now? No. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yes and no. Um. Are you saying this in character or? No, no, no. I'm trying to to like fulfill you guys on your insight checks. Oh yeah, I well, um, I Magda also asked out loud, "Is everything all right?" Uh, so he would he would respond with, "Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Everything's uh, everything's okay." Uh, but with insight check, insight check, you would tell you you would be able to tell like he isn't. He isn't exactly okay, but he isn't 
it's not like there's something wrong. It's more of there's something that he's not looking forward to or that he's a little nervous about. There's a lot going on in that big horny head. Yeah, there oh. is. Oh. <laughs> well, he is going to his room alone, so that should help. Yeah. Hey, um... Need to find Fu- Nora for that. What? Fustrak, that's 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 fine. You you do your own thing. Uh, just again, don't don't go anywhere without without somebody. Um, I'll grab Jasper and meet you guys in town okay. a little bit later. Okay. Uh, Taylor, question. Mm. Are there any horse ranches in Port Soros mm. or nearby? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a giant flat continent. They need horses. What would be the most prestigious one around here? Oh god. I would um, I would ask. <laughs> god, are we stealing horses now? Uh for Port uh, Saras, we but now we might. Um mm. the largest and probably best known ranch is the one that sits on the Spiro River, um which would be the Pony Palace. Uh, the Pony Hose? The Pony Palace. It, oh, no, I thought you said the is, Pony Hose. I was like, I is, like Pony Hose. That's a great place. It is named after the nearby Savannah. It is Arcos Ranch. Okay. Uh, how far away is that from where we are? Uh, it's practically just outside of town, so okay. I don't have a map of Port Saris at the moment. but That's okay. Uh, it'd probably be like an hour's walk to get okay. to it. Okay. Fustruck, I uh, I'll I'll tell you what. When you come meet us in town, I I got I got somewhere I want to take you and help me feel better when I was younger. Maybe I'll do the same for you. Oh God. Cute. Yeah, I don't want to. Hey, know horse therapy is a legitimate thing. It yes, is. horse therapy. I didn't therapy know Christmas was a, a horse girl. After all, I've that's been actually about that's actually been life. established long before this session. Yeah. Jesus, <laughs> like literally when you guys first met him and like used horses and Kyotori, he was like, "Oh, I know exactly what I'm doing." Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, yeah, we I was can the one who took a riding ride. lessons. You think he didn't? Hmm. You don't know anything about his past. I gave Sorry, riding lessons. Struck. I bet yeah. you did. Uh, what were you saying, Foostrack? <laughs> All right. We fucked around at breakfast for 50 minutes. <laughs> um, no, Foostrack goes, yeah, we, we can definitely give that a shot. Okay. All right. Noah, let's go find a train. Okay. I'm down to uh, cloud. Before... Just so you know, before Fustrak leaves, he uh, would definitely uh, give Chips a little uh, squeeze on the shoulder and just be like, hey, I'm glad that you're doing okay. Oh, yeah, I'm good. I'm all, you know, I, uh, it's been nice just being away from everything and stopping, you know, for a second because uh, Chris and I were just on the move all that time. Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, but, uh, I gotta be honest, it kinda sucks still, because I was hoping she would take a vacation with me soon, so, you know. She'll be back before you know it. Oh, she'll be, she'll be fine, I'm sure. And you hear a little, like, he's sure of it, but his voice still, like, wavers a little bit. He's like, she's, she's stronger than all these darn people put together, it'll be fine. 
okay, I'm gonna go work on a project, and he scoots out of there. Wear your apron. I already ruined it. Oh, God. <laughs> He's gonna have two peg legs before he leaves here. Yeah, I know. I'm... No, he has always been very careful of his other leg. I've made that clear. <laughs> it's not the peg leg. The peg leg, yeah. he gets destroyed constantly. Yeah, yeah. He um, has, like, wood carving tools just because he messes with it so much. It's Morgan is who we're talking to, right? I mean, there's, he's one of the people there, yeah. Right, but that's who, like, we mostly had been talking to about, like, the AMC job and stuff like that, right? No, that was Armin. That was Armin. Okay, I'm going to continue he's, he's talking the, to, to Armin yeah. then. He's um, the half-orc in the uh, uh, Kestrel Mace armor. Gotcha, gotcha. So, okay. Um... They have very similar accents. We um, we were we're looking for for somebody uh, before we before we head out today. There's uh, how, what's the best way for us to get in touch with the warden's guild? Uh, well, the easiest way would be just to walk down to their office. Um, are you looking for anybody in particular? Yeah, there's a, a drow name of Buried. He uh, they I don't know actually. They, uh, they kind of help with a, a, a shot. They, they hunt down, like, rare animals and, and sell them to, mm. to a store that we oh, found, yeah. and we wanted to talk to them. Yeah, I mean, if you got their name, I mean, you're already halfway there. Uh, the White Wardens are pretty helpful. Um, and failing that, you can check out the, uh, the Marshal's office, which is right next door. Perfect. Um, and he'll give you a rough description of where it is. I'm not going to say where it is because I don't have a map of Port Saris yet. That's fair. Give me the latitude and longitude, please. Uh, go fuck yourself and get out. North. Go fuck yourself north-northwest. Yeah. Starts starts taking out a piece of paper. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um... Oh, uh, Christmas, you will also get a message in your head. No, thank you. You will hear uh, Ross's voice. You hear Ross uh, basically following up on what you've already said to him. Be like, I tried the friendly approach with Mr. Wright, acting like a fellow scholar, but the moment I brought up the Fae, he got kind of spooked and walked off. (laughs) Well... Time to do the whole nap. Uh, we would... <laughs> the not-so-friendly approach is acceptable as well. He's no friend of ours. We're gonna nap the shit out of him. I am... I am a, go to sleep, go to I'm sleep. assuming that he used <laughs> sending to contact me, so I'm, I'm responding in kind. Yeah. You do not get another response back. Okay. Depending on what Callum does, he, we, he will be dirt-napped. <laughs> I mean, Ross was an assassin. I'll be right back. I so, had a contact uh, issue. Okay. Uh-oh. Contact. Okay. Oh, contact high. Somebody oh, else the aliens something. are coming. Somebody um, else do something interesting. Can we talk about? Can we talk about Robert Bubba Hubble? What? God damn it! <laughs> what? I'm so excited. You guys don't know about Robert yet. We have to meet Bubba. I don't know who that is. No, it's okay. It's more uh, more Reese's Ridge shit. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, how about, well, here, Coop's gone. Uh, uh, Magda, why don't you go talk to your people? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. Me and Gwen, I want to specifically find Kenna if Burkana is there. That's fine, too. But Yeah, um, Kenna is around, but Burke is the only one that you actually know roughly where he is. They know he's on the estate grounds. So if you basically walk outside and look around, you'll be able to spot him from a distance. Okay. Hey! <laughs> you just Boy. yell across the ground. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see he's sort of like very leisurely like walking along um, in mostly dark colors which does not suit the environment at all because it's hot and sunny here um and he has similar to how kind of like wears the long like leather jacket um he has a green jacket on that's or he has a green jacket that's currently over one shoulder uh but as you just yell across the grounds he stops and slowly turns his head hey uh what? Oi. Thank, thanks. And he starts walking toward you. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, oh, no. uh... Interaction. Yeah, <laughs> as, as he comes up to you, um, mind you, Burkana's taller than Kenna. He, he looks like he could be her big brother, uh, but he has broader features. Um, he has, uh, sort of short, shorn, dark hair. Uh, an undercut, sure. but short on the top still. Um, but he stops in front of you, and you see like there's stubble growing in on his face. It looks like he hasn't slept in a while, which is Kenna to a T. Um, and he just looks down at you. He's like, uh, thanks for what? I'll show him my face. Like, got a visit from Farron last night. So. Oh. Okay, that was fast. Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah, and he, uh, they, oops, they. <laughs> they uh, do all pronouns, you can say whatever you want, basically. Okay. They, uh, helped me a lot. Good. Yeah. Glad something good is happening for a change. Yeah. Well, we'll see how long that lasts. Um, is Kenna around? Yeah, she's... And he kind of glances around. Um, and you see, as he's looking around, there's a point where he stops, and then his eyes focus on a place in the distance. He's like, I think she's at Lodestone Hall. You can see that far away? I mean, I can't see her, but I know where she is. Oh, yeah, because of the whole soul like, binding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do what? <laughs> <laughs> like a connection. They're docking. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, okay. Well. Do you want to talk to her? Yeah. Okay, uh, one sec. And he walks over to a tree. Just a big, like, peach tree. Oh my tree. god. Just a gigantic peach tree. Um, Is it the peach he... tree of heavenly wisdom? No. <laughs> oh. No. We're not going that Bummer. far. That's Bummer. in Lachmanos. Ah. Yeah. 
but you see him walk up to it and he just sort of raps on it once with his knuckle and it splits open and he oh. motions toward it. I mean, it could have just walked. It's going to close. Okay, yep. I'll walk through. Oh Is Gwen following me? <laughs> I told you, he's just like Kenna. <laughs> Is Gwen just, following me? Just slightly nicer. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, Good Gwen point. does follow you, okay. and uh, Burkana steps through with you. And uh, you find yourself stepping out of a large uh, living oak tree, uh, which is like a really gnarly type of oak. Uh, that stands in the center of the market in front of Lodestone Hall. That is a sixth level spell. Yep. To walk yeah. a half a mile. Yeah. It's, it's a little more than that, but yeah. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, a mile. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but you see uh, the the columns, the market underneath uh, Lodestone Hall is already like in high gear. There's tons of people going in and out. Uh, you see some people going up the staircase into the hall itself. Uh, people who look like they work there, basically. Uh, there are Warforged guarding the place, and then there are a number of these uh, guards that you guys have already seen around the place that wear uh, purple. These are the Lila Ritter. Uh, they wear purple and black, because uh, I found out they do have a name. Um, I named them a long time ago. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Burke just walks toward the staircase, and the guards step out of the way, giving him a nod. And he motions you and Gwen up after him. And uh, you step up through an area you've been through before. There's sort of offices on the second level. Um, And then there are more uh, open areas on the third where... Uh, there's like a, a almost like a map room off to one side. It's almost treated like a war room when needed. Uh, and then there's parlors and sitting areas and other offices. And then he brings you up to the fourth floor where the uh, median is and into the actual median chamber. Uh, you can see that it's been cleaned up since you guys dead birds and vomit. <laughs> um And uh, all the chairs at the table are pushed in. uh, But you see Kenna kind of leaning on the edge of the table, uh, looking over a paper in her hand. Um, At the moment, her jacket is like draped over a chair and she just has her sleeveless uh, green tunic and then like dark pants, heavy boots, uh, the undercut long hair all swept to one side. And you can see now that her arms are fully exposed, um, you can see the what you have always heard of uh, in the stories of basically her for the past 500 years. You see the black creeping up her hand and the vine-like tattoos or what look like tattoos all up her arm to the shoulder and coming across her clavicle. Um, and her opposite arm has what looks to you like a runic spell book, similar to what you've seen some casters use. Um, but she's just reading over this paper and she glances up with these still glowing green eyes as Burke leads you guys in. She says, Oh, joy. Uh, hello. Good to see Hi. you too. Uh, what did you guys break? Nothing. The, that's not the only reason I want to talk to. Okay. Uh, you can this... see she has a little smirk on her face. She's fucking with you. I know. Uh, is this like 
a secure room? At the moment? Uh, halfway. There's nobody here except me. Uh, Do you mean like warded? I just want to make sure that none of the other collective list uh, members are listening. And she looks at Burkana. She's like, get out. And he's like, well, no, right. he's he's fine. <laughs> well, if you trust yeah. him, he's fine. He's literally part of me. So he's fine. Yes. Um, Burke, go hit the go hit the thing. And Burke walks away from you guys and shuts the doors. And you see him pull across this um, what looks like a simple like bolt lock. But you hear this hum start, and you see the cracks in the door seal. Oh, okay. And he walks back over with his arms crossed and just sort of leans on the table next to Kenna. All right. So I'll just cut to the chase. Mm -hmm. I saw you yesterday when I brought up the possibility of a mole in the collective. Mm Mm-hmm. You were looking at two people in particular, two people that I was also looking at. Okay. So, tell me what you know. Why do you suspect them? Hannah and Leon. I think... I think suspect is a bad word for it. I don't have anything itching at my brain saying it's definitely them. It's more of a... If it was going to be anybody, it could. I would vote on them. Why is that? Well, Leon. Leon's focus is not on the collective. It never has been. Ever since he uh, joined up with Flameheart, he's been more concerned about his business and the people in his business, like your friend Walter, for example. Hana is similar, but her focus is on Mathine College, where she teaches and runs things. They... If there was anybody that I would ever suspect to sell out the collective, I would expect people who don't put it first, if you understand my meaning. This isn't their main job. To them, this is their second job. I mean, do you think either of them have it in them? I don't see what Leon would gain from it. He seems less concerned with profit, more with maintaining, at least where his business is concerned. Uh, especially recently, since he's taken so many, uh, so many bad hits to his reputation. Hana is the person I know the least in the collective, so I couldn't tell you. She's really hard to read. That's dangerous. Yes, Uh, it is. I have to say, I'm leaning more toward Leon. Why is that? It's a hunch. It, what we've been doing 
his name keeps cropping up. And mm -hmm. I just can't help but think that he doesn't spend a majority of his time at Lodestone Hall. But we just uncovered a plot to get a lot of his weapons and explosives to Lodestone Hall to blow it up. Yes, so, but those were stolen from a mining operation in Rhyme. That, you know, again, whoever this mole is, is working with the gamblers. We all work with the gamblers. But the house, specifically. Oh, that's different. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping to talk to your friend Walter about that, in fact. Well, that's the other thing. Hmm. I don't know how much Kit has told you about certain things with Walter, but... Kit and I keep each other pretty well updated. More so than the rest of the collective. Walter and our group, we have an arrangement for the time being. Once we take care of Sav, that ends. Mm -hmm. And uh, he has asked me explicitly to stay out of his way after that, out of his business. And we have reason to believe that he has basically confirmed himself that his business is destroying the Awas tree. And Veneer has been setting him up quite nicely. Well... I'm tempted to blame that on the fact that Walter is his best salesman, but you're right, there could be more there. Ever since the, um, the thing with the GWC was brought to light by you, the issue with the double dealing, uh, Leon's been a little more careful about that, but it's definitely worth looking into. Yeah, well, and that's also the thing, is that he is aware of what's going on, the double dealing, and he didn't care. He still wants to keep Walter around. So part of me wonders if maybe he gets something out of that too. He had parents, right? That died fairly young? Who? Leon. Yes. He joined the Collective when he was about 18. Maybe he wants them back. That's terrifying. Um, but what I don't understand there is why wouldn't he just ask Keladir? He has the connection. Can't Keladir only do one person at a time? Yes. Unless, well, one person for free, basically. Leon has almost as much money as the owner of the Holdron Company. He could afford to resurrect them if he really put his mind to it. Walter attempted to do the same with his significant other, but couldn't because her soul 
was uh, compromised in some sort of way. Hmm. Maybe that's the case with his parents. They were business people after all. Maybe they made some deals and bit them in the ass. That's an interesting theory. I don't know. Leon's never talked about his family, really. He's kind of a... Honestly, he's kind of a disconnect from the veneers we're used to. He's much more self-contained. He doesn't talk about personal things. He doesn't... I wouldn't call him close friends with anybody in the collective except for Flameheart and Roan and Keladir. Which you call him close friends with anybody else outside of the collective. He does have some. I don't know them personally. Um, I know he's on a pretty good... Uh, he's got a pretty good uh, thing going with Orson Parish, but that's all of us. We're all friends with him. Yeah, there's a lot of people who've been saying they're really good friends with Orson Parish and then turn out to not be very good friends with Orson Parish. Well, Orson is at least a good man. That's all I can tell you. I don't I know about the that. people he keeps company with, though. I understand that, but there have been a lot of people turning tail on him lately. I've heard. Right. Oh. I listen. I, if I had answers to any of this, I would have solved this a long time ago. But with the way the collective is set up these days, and with how much double dealing there is across different groups that we work with, and how many new threats keep popping up, we're all stretched thin here. And Kit and I have been trying to figure out ways to make this easier on ourselves when things go wrong, like dealing out the proper justice to the people who deserve it. But we're just kind of stuck unless we go full vigilante. And if we do that, we threaten our positions within the collective. I'm willing, but Kit is trying to keep this thing together. You two are the only living members of the original collective. They couldn't possibly yep. do anything to you. They couldn't. Well, they might be able to hurt us, but what we're worried about is being cast out of the collective for being too reckless. And then all we have is just our word. We have nobody backing us, except for our Lycari. But I would rather not be put into that position. I mean, just the logistics of that don't make any sense to me. But How so? Well, if you and Kit were to be cast out, what would happen to you, Lycari? The collective be... doesn't own our Lycari. They can't take them from... Well, they can. But they all have to work together to do it. They're not taking Burke. I can tell you that much. But 
we're set up in a way that if for whatever reason i was cast out for example the rest could still keep up the business of the collective because it's more of a it's more of a government and like management thing than it is any magical kind of thing these bonds we have with our lycari the collective doesn't have to have all of us to work if you if you get what i'm saying the world will still follow the collective if one of us is missing but if they tried to take our lycari from us well they're not going to do that to me because i can take on most of these bastards at once and they can't do a damn thing but if they went for you know, Leon or Kit or someone who is actually mortal, however long lived, they they could take their Lycari from them. That's concerning. Yes, but it requires a large majority. Like most of the collective. Only one or two people can disagree. Okay, well. It's complicated shit. Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, alright. Yeah, I don't I don't have time to go over the details of the original Max Elementus, but uh, that's not gonna happen anytime soon unless shit goes off. Okay. Well. Um, Veneer lives in Constanos, yes? Okay. Well, we'll be heading there eventually, so maybe I don't know if he's if there's I don't know. It was good to talk this out anyway, just so that I don't feel like I'm the only one who is suspicious as hell. If you talk to all my friends, they'll probably tell you that I'm overly suspicious. Oh no, I've already gathered that from past hearing about you. Gotcha. But somebody has to be suspicious. Trust me, I am usually the first one to be suspicious in the collective mere kit. But we spent 300 years keeping this shit on the rails, and it seems like lately someone or multiple someones is trying to derail it. So we're a little jumpy right now. I understand that. I appreciate your concern, though. It's good to know that there's someone else involved with this who isn't one of those assholes. Yeah. Um, all that said, if you are going to Constanos, uh, you probably already know this, Armin and Sonnering uh, work out of Pyrevale Temple there, being that Armin's the High Graver of the Kestrel Mace. Uh, there aren't a lot of people that I trust with No Holds Barred, and Armin is about as close to that as I can get. He's a good guy. He carries on the uh, he carries on the tradition that Haley Molinark started with his position. So if you need any help, you can potentially look to him or the people he trusts. Okay. 
Right, well. Uh, good talk. Um, yeah. You're one of those awkward bastards, actually. Yep. All That's right. me. All right. Um, uh, yeah, Burke uh, steps away, having said nearly nothing this entire time. And he goes and pulls that bolt back, and uh, the door unseals. Thanks for the uh, info. Sure. Yeah. Don't get yourself killed, please. Everyone keeps saying that. Listen, you guys are prone to death, so I just... Best wishes and all that. Warmest regards. Warmest regards, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, as as you and Gwen turn, uh, Burke uh, looks at you. He says, I did have hmm. one question. Yeah. You're a member of the Tithel clan, right? Yeah. Do you know Margot? Yeah. Uh, if you happen across her anytime soon, just tell her I said hello. Okay. I'll do that. I haven't had a chance to get back to the Tithel clan in a while. Can I make an insight check on this weird sure thing? Like, oh, that was bad. Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, there is. It's not. It's not his girlfriend. Okay. Definitely That's what I was not. <laughs> no. Um, there is. There's a respect there that. You gather from just Burke's general aura that he he he's not as like bitchy as Kenna, but he is like sarcastic and he doesn't give respect to anybody who doesn't deserve it. There is definitely a deep respect when he says Margot's name. Okay. Uh will do. Thanks. Um just uh, head right out. Don't take any detours or the guards will arrest you. Gotcha. Just fair warning. Ha, okay. What? Nothing. We just... You brought us here by a tree. And... Oh, do you want me to take you back? Well, no, you don't have to, but it's... Alright, come on. And oh, he God. heads out the door. God. And Kenna yells after him like, You wasted that on them? I didn't ask him to do it! And didn't ask see, him to. You see Burke just flip Kenna off over his shoulder. Um, but he, he takes you back down to the uh, marketplace in front of Lodestone Hall. And he walks up to the tree and just sort of bats it. And it splits Bam. open. Thanks. Uh, um, he, he does not go through with you. But he yeah. lets you guys go through before it's okay. And you are spit out by the peach tree on the other side. Mm. <sighs> uh, I will turn to Gwen and be like, I'm sorry that none of that probably made any sense to you. Nope. Not at all. Um, so you guys are just friends with the Obsidian Collective now? I don't know about that. We've been annoying enough to weasel our way into some of their affairs. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that sounds like friendship. Mm. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Nothing. You're not having second thoughts now, are you? About what? Am I just, like, some annoying person who weaseled my way into <laughs> your life? Yes. Well, I would say it's the other way around, but no. Mm -hmm. Uh, listen, um, uh -oh. I, it's not, well, I don't know, it depends. I know that you've taken notice about this person that Ross has been talking to. This ex of yours? Yeah. He, uh... You don't have to worry about him. For one thing. Did you think I was? Well, I don't know. I... Listen, you're the second person that I've ever dated, ever. So... I mean, we're one day in, but... so... Yeah, well, I don't know how it works, alright? And I also haven't, like, <laughs> done this for years. Um, it's okay, I don't know how it works either. But also, it's a little bit more complicated than that, because he um, uh, summoned... I... A... You, you figured that out? You've told this story in front of me a couple of times. Oh, cool. Alright. Oh, yeah, that's right, I did, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. So this is the same guy. Yeah. He also, uh, like, a week after I found out uh, that I had this curse, uh, he just left in the middle of the night to... Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Interesting choice, Callum. Yeah, he made a lot of interesting cho choices, so... Are we going to see him anytime soon? Oh God! Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right, right. This is not what I. <laughs> and she grins. <laughs> I don't. I don't hate him. Okay. So I don't want anyone, and I know fucking Fustrock is probably going to be like, you know, at least him is going to be all like, mm, puff out his chest and like make him all intimidated and shit. But like, I don't want that. He was just a stupid kid, just like me. So I don't want to intimidate him. Just want to hit him. No, no. I won't. I'm so glad that Gwyn and I are on the same page. <sighs> Listen, <laughs> I know, I know you're probably used to a bunch of boys being boys and being all, you know, chest puffy. But I don't need to do that, except for now. <laughs> what? Nothing. Uh, I just. I just want to make it a business transaction if he comes here. I you understand. know, get information and send him on his way. Listen, when it comes to this boy, I I will follow your lead. 
you say hit him, I will hit him. If you say don't, I won't. Okay. Don't. Okay. I'll just stab him instead, and she starts walking away. Ah, no, 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 no. <laughs> Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Who else? Uh, yeah, so what are we doing? No, I know Fustrek is the thing. Yeah. I, I, was, I just thought that you were going to call on people. So <laughs> I just been You guys can go in whatever order you want. Yeah. Go um, ahead, Fustrek. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. I'm very curious as to what this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're just going to take a hot minute, too, I imagine. Yeah, well. Um. So Fustrak is sitting on the edge of his bed. Uh, I'm assuming alone. I assume Jasper and Vesper are probably still going over his journal and just chit-chat. Well, Jasper has taken the buddy system thing pretty seriously. But if you wanted to be alone, he's like not in there with you. Okay. He'll be like doing his little alligator thing in the pool again. Now that it's clean. I don't think that Fustrak knows whether or not he wants to be alone for this. Okay. Um, that would have been nice to know an hour ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. I think he feels like he has to be alone for it, but he's also nervous about being alone for it. Well, Jasper Just because is it right is kind outside. of a private thing. Yeah. Right outside, um, if you want to. I think he, he's gonna he's gonna bite the bullet and and go alone for it. Okay. Um. So he's sitting on the edge of his bed, and he is going to reach into his bag and pull out the platinum rod the conduit of glass. Mm-hmm. Um, God, I love that name still. I know. Um, and you you and I are going to have to talk a little bit about how this entirely works, because I know that you said it's like Commune, but it is not Commune. It, commune is the nearest comparison the person who wrote the letter could make. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which Commune gets you basically three yes or no answers. Or three yes or no questions. That is how um, the spell commune works. So I, I don't know, does this get me more or less? You or does it know. just get me different than yes or no answers? You have no idea. Yeah. We're going to learn today. <laughs> um, so I guess he's just going to scooch back on the bed and sit like cross-legged. Mm-hmm. As cross-legged as he can, with like the like the reverse knees and stuff. Um, so you, you still sit cross-legged; it's possible. Yeah, um, and he'll hold the the rod in his hands, and just like he has a nauseous pit in his stomach. Um, and he speaks in Thunar and says, "She asked nothing." of those bound for the glass lakes. Okay. Um, as you speak that aloud in Thunar, um, 
there's almost an echo on the last word. An echo that has not existed in this room before. And you hear something speak back. You hear, when your soul is weary, come to gentle Volker and no peace. And your vision starts to fade into white. Uh, the sort of pit in your stomach almost turns to nausea as you feel like you're falling backward. And there's this almost like cold breeze that goes by that slowly turns pleasantly warm. And then not hard, but your, your back lands against something cold and just stone. And as your vision starts to clear, you realize there's this sort of cloud of mist uh, hanging over you that is slowly burning away in the sunlight. And as you look off to one side, you see the edge of this marble circular plinth and you see a glass smooth lake extending into the distance. And as the mist disappears, you see uh, these white cliffs and you see rolling green hills and tall redwood trees, uh, the mist sort of in between each tree, giving it this almost ghostly look, and then mountains far beyond that. Uh, and as you start to come to and sit up, you're on a very familiar, about 50-foot diameter marble circle in the center of a glass lake. And in the center is a little tea table with two cushions, but there is no tea set sitting out this time. Um, and as you breathe in this perfectly clear, crisp air, uh, you feel this rumble underneath, your, underneath you, and it draws your attention downward where you can see, as you saw last time, the... Uh, tips of these uh, beacon towers just beneath the surface of the water, leading down to a hall that sits far below the surface. And the rumble goes away, and everything is quiet save for the distant uh, sound of birds and the occasional sort of whistle of wind. But the glass, uh, the, the lake remains glass smooth. Gods, I don't think I'm ever going to get used to this view. <laughs> what do you do? I assume I'm alone, just yeah, like before. You're alone. Yeah. Um, God, I don't want to waste any opportunity just being like, hey, are you there? Um, <laughs> God, I'm trying to, I, I literally have a post-it note right next to my camera of all the questions. And um, and like, I'm trying to think of how to best phrase them. Where is the line 
to where ties should be cut with people who treat you wrong. Um, you feel a hand on your shoulder as you're sitting on this marble plinth. And unlike last time where you didn't see anybody, but you heard a voice, you see someone lean into your view, lean over your shoulder. Um, you see a veil of blonde hair, almost white blonde hair. Um, and this silk sleeve extending off this arm. The, uh, the dress is pure white, but there are these little almost imperceptible details embroidered into the fabric, uh, like curling vines. And you can occasionally make out the uh, almost like figures that are etched into the fabric. And on this hand, uh, this person's left hand, you see a ring around their, uh, around their uh, ring finger, just a simple silver band. And their skin is completely, uh, completely smooth and very, very pale. And you see, leaning into your view is the face of, you think a human, but she is too beautiful to be human and for a moment you think is this is this the woman i saw that christmas called out to but this person is different there's nothing elven about her in fact her features are kind of square um imagine if you will live tyler in or well arwen in galadriel colors essentially um and the only sort of mark you can see on her is there's a scar going down her chin, a very deep scar. Uh, her eyes are this beautiful sort of sky blue. Um, and she has a silver circlet on her brow as she looks down at you and smiles. It says, that's a rather heavy question. Are you... Um, Are you thinking of cutting ties with someone near and dear to you? Several. Well, before we get into such heavy subjects, would you like to come inside? I would very much. Yeah. And she loops an arm under yours. And despite the fact that she is a fair bit shorter than you, she lifts you to your feet. And as you get a full look at her, she's in this um, almost medieval style uh, dress with like a square cut neckline and a belt around her waist and these long silk sleeves that just sort of drift around her. Um, and uh, you do see that around her neck, there is a pendant that has a hammer hanging upside down a symbol of Zarai with a red circle in the center of it. Um, and as she picks you up, you feel that rumble go through the ground again as the beacon towers start rising up out of the water, finally uh, ruining the glass surface of the lake. 
and you see several of them come up, all, all connected to each other by these stone arches that ring around a crescent-shaped hall uh, made of white wood. And as the water drains away, uh, you can see that this is meant to be sort of stylized after a mead hall, like what you'd expect to see in Ursvaldar with uh, Zarai. Uh, but everything is smooth and perfectly shaped, and there's no rough edges anywhere to this just sort of rising white hall. And uh, sitting at the front of it is an arched doorway that you can see has a, a keystone of the overlapping red and yellow moons. Um, and the doors push open as this stone path rises up uh, as well between the plinth that you're standing on and the actual hall itself. And she gives you this very gentle tug and starts leading you toward the doors that as you approach it, it almost seems to be getting bigger and bigger and bigger um, to the point where the doors probably stand a good 20 feet tall. Um, and as she steps toward them, uh, they open wider for the two of you. And you can see inside this hall, uh, there is a, cent a central long table that just has multiple legs supporting it across this wide expanse. Um, and there are benches and chairs sitting at this table. And there are people here, but most of them are either keeping to themselves or asleep. You see a few sitting, uh, they're ethereal, almost see-through. You see a few sitting together, sharing drinks and food together. Um, you see a few that are just got their hands or got their arms underneath their heads or just asleep at the table. There are some wrapped up in blankets, like up against walls or in like little pallets of furs. But the atmosphere inside has this sort of gentle hum to it of the few people that are talking. And there's distant music coming from somewhere, something very relaxing. And um, you can pick out uh, strings and drums, but they're all very soft. And sitting at the head of the hall, uh, there's a smaller table that has a simple white chair behind it. Uh, the table is laden with different kinds of food and drink, but uh, all of it looks relatively untouched. And as Elaine leads you toward this front table, uh, you see another chair sort of fade in next to the first. And she offers you this larger chair as she takes her seat at the other. And you see there is that familiar silver tea set sitting front and center on the table. He awkwardly takes the seat. Like, he feels like this is... Like, this spot up here is for... Like, I mean, like, th this is where... A, a god or a king or someone of high reverence would sit so he feels a little awkward taking a seat up there but with it offered he he does take it yeah you will notice actually um this chair that she's offered to you uh has a like it has a design cut out of the back in the shape of zarai's hammer <laughs> yeah it feels um, a little bit more awkward now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, but she sits down beside you and her, this beautiful gown of hers just sort of settles around her perfectly. Um, and she reaches over and she pours uh, a cup of tea and she looks at you and says, would you like any? Please. And she pours a cup for you too, these little Japanese style cups and she slides it over uh, and taking her own and sort of cradling it between her hands. Uh, she looks up at you says now you've been through some interesting and trying times lately haven't you yeah you could say that well at least i haven't seen you back here yet at least not under the same circumstances exactly are you thinking of your wife when you ask me this question about cutting ties she's one of them but I, I don't know if I'm quite to that point yet I feel like I should at least talk to her more I do love her She loves an idea of me that I I can't be. It is... It's difficult to se uh, separate... Separate the people we love from what we wish to be sometimes. It feels almost as if they're roadblocks. And while I do not know everything about your life, none of us are omnipotent after all, I can say that if you do not, if you do not feel you can be your authentic self in her presence, then I think that does warrant quite the conversation and potentially the cutting of ties. But you would have to see whether or not she understands what it means to you. It could be that she doesn't understand yet. Well, and then there's everyone else. I don't think I can go home. I've made a family out here. You know, I basically, you know, have a son out here and a group of brothers and sisters and even people I ain't never met before that care about me in ways that I haven't been cared about by people that have always said that they're my family. Well, then it's they don't even seen... want my help. They well, don't even a... want my help. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, I wasn't sure when you were done. Um, uh, she says, it certainly seems that you've 
learned more than you expected you would leaving home. Thought I was just going to learn about fighting. <laughs> but the more time I spend away, the more it solidifies that my ideals fall more in line with you than with your wife. I don't think that's entirely accurate. If anything, your ideals fall more in line with the two of us rather than your people's idea of my wife. Yeah, that's, uh, that is probably much more true. I, I would hope one day you could talk to her because I know she would be very proud to know you and see that someone from such a culture has managed to become more and become better. It's not to say your people are wrong or that their traditions are not worthy, but I think I have a similar thought about them as you do, that they require adaptation. They require a larger worldview in order to function correctly and survive. And perhaps you are not going to be the one to do that. Perhaps it's someone else's task. What do you want to do? Honestly, I feel guilty for even contemplating just leaving all that behind. Like, despite all their flaws, they're the people that raised me. You know, they're the people who trained me. Like, how, how do I leave that behind? And is it even okay to do that? Well, you, no one in this world asked to be brought into it. No one asked to be raised the way they were. And it is not the duty of a child to repay their parents. Because it is a parent's job to raise a child. It is not a child's job to give back. You, you owe nothing except the debts that you chose to take on. Not everyone will agree with that, but I've always been of the mind that if those who raised you turn around and start asking for things, they're not worthy of your time anymore. Not unless you are willing to give and create a mutual relationship. You should not have to serve your clan. Do 
It's going to piss dads off something awful. Sorry, I'm swearing in front of you again. <laughs> I... You know who I'm married to, don't you? I'm, I'm quite familiar. Then you should know that there is absolutely no issue. Do you care if your father is disappointed? I used to. Now I don't think so. He ain't gonna let me go. I have the feeling I'll see him at some point. But... suppose cross that bridge if we get to it. I think I'd feel the most guilty about waving. I can understand that. And honestly, diff- I'm probably a little more scared of her than Bab. <laughs> As you should be, I think. It is difficult to walk away from someone you chose. I do think that this is something best discussed with her. I know it's difficult considering the fact that your group seems to be constantly on the move, but if you should ever get the chance to speak with her in person, I think it will go a long way. And who knows, she may end up agreeing with you after what she's seen. Yeah, I kind of hope that she doesn't hear about the train that we blew up yesterday. That is an interesting achievement. Admittedly, it was mostly Noah. Uh, And by mostly, I mean like 95% Noah. Um, But that was some of the most fun that I've had in (laughs) all of my years. Don't make it to have it. I mean, try my best, but I suppose <laughs> I can't make too many promises. I appreciate you um, taking the time for all this. Well, you're the one who managed to get a hold of an interesting artifact. Um, Makes this much easier. It wasn't me. It wasn't. No, uh, friend, uh, an archfey, uh, Lorcan. He, um, he sent off for it. Um, it had a mighty cryptic warning about not to misuse or give it away, uh, likely <laughs> under penalty of death. Um, the Sentinels are very protective of their relics and artifacts. With good reason. I know I won't be able to use this for uh, about a month again, 
Um, hopefully the next time I see you, it'll be from me using it. Uh, we're in a mighty bad spot with a couple of people whose radars that we are on. If you, uh, if you would believe it, some interesting things have started to seep through to our side too. More to do with the Awas tree. Yeah, that's uh, another problem that we're working to try and resolve. Well, you can be sure that it has my brother's full attention. That is... Uh, Is he aware of a man named uh, Walter Dine or Walter Brent? I am not sure. I, I'm not involved with that side of things. I, we all have our hands full with other things, but Ersan, through Firin, is paying close attention. Okay. Yeah, we, we ran into Fearin last night. I'm aware. Um, yeah. Uh, between Sav and the uh, Awaz tree and Tristan Kepler, we uh, we are up to our eyeballs in uh, like picture book supervillains. <laughs> I wish there was a way that we could help. But the Demi Weir keeps us out. The best we can do is find people who will act in our names and support them as we can. These days, that's mostly the Manaholt Order and the Sentinels, and a few chosen. Well, you can, uh, I have the feeling that you can count us in on that. Or at least me. You intend to see this through? Come hell or high water. You know, one way or another, I'm going to come here someday. <laughs> I'm curious, though. Once this... Once these people that you're fighting with are out of the way... When it comes down to solve, do you still intend to fight there? I ain't got much of a choice. I'm just curious how far you're willing to go. Are you concerned about the danger of that, or what I may need to be done to, to take care of it? Both, but I'm curious about you. The only thing that I can do is the thing that I've always wanted to do my entire life, and I've been doing since I left home. I can stand and I can be true, and that's it. You know, there aren't many like you these days. 
I do what I can. Just someone's got to do it, and if that means standing in front of Sav, giving him the bird as he slowly melts me, then uh, that's that's probably going to be what what it takes. But I'll make sure to give him a few good licks if I need to. Hmm. You may be the sort of person we need, then. Where is your hammer? Well, I... Does he actually have any weapons on him? Yeah, you have whatever you have on you. Okay, I I wasn't sure if that was, like, left on my, like, unconscious body back in the material realm or what. You have everything you had. Um... He he unhooks the uh, the mall and uh, very gently places it on the table and realizes that he has not drank any of his tea and mm-hmm. will uh, pick up the cup and uh, take a sip. Um, it is the perfect temperature, despite sitting for so long. Yep, uh, the um, magics of this realm never cease. <laughs> This is what you get when you go to paradise. Um, but as you set the hammer down, um, she reaches out toward it. She says, may I? Of course. And this little petite woman takes a hold of your hammer and lifts it up without a sign <laughs> of strain. And she looks at the poem etched across the handle in between the leather wraps and she smiles. She says, I always like this poem. Interesting. And she uh, brings it around to where the head is in front of her. And you see her start tracing the runes that are etched into it. And following these geometric lines. And you watch golden light follow the trails of her fingers. And this steel heavy hammer... Um, which is mostly gray, uh, begins, parts of it in the runes start to get a golden sheen to them. And as she finishes whatever she's doing, she sort of brushes her hand across the side of the hammer and you see the golden color just sort of set and become permanent. And she sets it back on the table in front of you. And she says, I don't know who will be the ones to solve these problems or who will be the, the world's next great heroes or any of that. None of us know. But I do know that People who will do the right thing at any cost, they're the ones that we should be supporting. And so I would ask you, if you would be an extension of myself. Uh, I would be absolutely honored. And touching the handle of the hammer, she says, 
Regardless, this is my gift to you. I hope it serves you well. As your group goes, I will do what I can to help you. And I may have requests and ideas for you, but do not feel as though you must serve me. That is not the arrangement. I want you to keep doing good. And if I can help, I will. This is not what I expected when I when I spoke the words. Well, I do most times ask nothing except that you be the best version of yourself that you can. That is what we need. That is what your friends, your family needs. I don't know that I can ever properly thank you, but hopefully my actions will do that. That is all I want. You're as wonderful as ever. And, uh, <laughs> If it wouldn't be too much, um, give your best or give my best to your, uh, your wife. Um, hopefully someday we can all share tea. Well, all things considered, I think that's almost certain at this point. Someday. Someday. Not soon. Hopefully not. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I would love to be here like all the time. It's absolutely gorgeous, but um, there's a lot of stuff that needs doing. And she nods and uh, she sort of casts her gaze over the hall where you see um, some of the people who've been talking have also fallen asleep and there's this general sort of serenity over the hall um she says well whenever it is your turn to rest it will be waiting for you is there anything else i can help with before you go i don't believe so thank you for your wisdom and for your blessing and she nods and stands from her spot um, and offers you your hammer back. Um, and she says, well, I think, I think I have a bit of research to do to catch up with what your family is up to, but hopefully I can offer some help soon, depending on which direction you go. You will hear from me then. I will be waiting for it. Mm -hmm. And she reaches out and takes hold of uh, the sort of edge where your cape wraps around your arm and she pulls you down. Oh, I'm not wearing she, the cape. You're not wearing the cape? 
What are you wearing? No, I'm I'm wearing that uh that like sleeve like Matt Mercer like uh shawl. The shawl vest. vest? Yeah. yeah. Um she's gonna pull you down by that and she kisses you on the forehead and you wake up. And a tear just rolls down my cheek. Yeah. A manly tear. <laughs> um a single man tear. Am I still sitting in the same position, or have yep. I, like... You're exactly over? where you were, except <laughs> your hammer is now across your lap, and it still has the golden sheen to the runes. Mm -hmm. And you now have the lady's favor. <gasps> and that's where we're going to cut to break! Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward hey. to really, uh... Really, uh, looking forward to finding out what that does. Everyone's I assume I still have the conduit, right? <laughs> what? I assume I still have the conduit? No, the conduit... Or Yes, no, the conduit is reusable. Yes, you still have it. It is much lighter now, though. Yeah, yeah, it takes a month to recharge anyway, so... Mm -hmm. But yeah, we're going to cut to break. Word. We'll see you guys Thanks. in a minute. Ten, ten minutes. minutes. <laughs> One twenty. We'll see Bye, you guys. in ten of those minutes.
And we're back. Hello, X-Pandas. Welcome back to the Alarm. Yes, X-Pandas. <clears throat> what? Uh, I just read the message of what you uh, sent me for the mm -hmm. lady's favor. Yeah, keep that to yourself. <clears throat> I will for uh -huh. now. All right. So, while Foostrock is reeling and uh, starting to understand what he has just been given, who who else is doing some shit? I think it's me and Christmas, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I know what I wanted to do. What did you want to do? Oh, you know, I was thinking about going to the AMC office. I knew that. Yeah. Do we um? Do we want to just go talk to that 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 one guy, uh, Baron? Just oh, the exotic pets guy. We can yeah, yeah we yeah, can yeah. go talk to Carol Baskin. Let's let's go do that, and then once we uh when we're done with that, I'm sure like Magda and Foostrock will probably want to go to the AMC office as well, so we can yeah we can drag them along with us. Let's go talk to Tiger King. Let's go talk to the Tiger King. Please tell me he looks exactly like Joe Exotic. Mm -hmm. That's his name. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I never watched the show. Yeah, that's totally his real name. Hmm. Okay. So, uh, Christmas and Noah, um, mm -hmm. you head into town. To find the warden's office, where you've making heard making my Barrett, way downtown, making my where way. you've heard, good lord, shop, where you've heard uh, Barrett hangs around, <clears throat> and uh, the wardens have a pretty good presence in Port Saurus, uh, so they have a pretty fair-sized office. Um, it is uh, there are parts of the city that are sort of um, almost Edwardian or Victorian looking. So mm. in between the Cycladic architecture, there are some places that look like, you know, a London street from 1890. Um, and as you come to this office, it's uh, on the corner of a street and it is a fairly thin building, but it's four stories tall um, that has uh, the white warden's guild, uh, painted across the top over the door and these big glass uh of course they're glass big windows up front uh that look into uh what appears to be a fairly busy uh front office where you can see it's almost set up like um a bank uh a bank would have been uh where there's like a line of uh tellers yeah, but what's the thing that they stand at? There's a word for it. A teller box. Anyway, there's a counter with uh, several people standing at it that are so separated uh, by dividers. And uh, they're sort of taking people as they come. Um, you can see that there's quite a number of wardens here. Uh, Port Saris's colors uh, for their wardens, even though it is the White Wardens Guild. Um, every continent and sometimes different cities have different colors. Uh, here, they are blue and white. Is this and where Joe Exotic is? This is where you were told to look or ask around for Barrett. Oh, okay. But yeah. Okay. Here? I go up to the place that it looks like you should go up to if yeah, where's the help desk? That's what I'm looking for. That's what these people are. <laughs> okay. Um, gotcha. You have to call in for that. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, you step up and you only have to wait. You only have to wait for like one other person before you get to one of these sort of like teller-looking secretaries. Um, but you step up to uh, a sort of lighter-skinned drow woman with uh, long silver hair, uh, looking over these half-moon glasses down at a bunch of paper she's got. And uh, she looks up between the two of you and she says, yes, can I help you? Yes, there's a specific uh, warden that we are looking for. We have their name and we just wanted to ask them some questions about their business. Uh, is, is Buried in or nearby? Do you have a last name? Do I? Uh, are I, there a lot of Buried here? Well, we sort by last name, so it's usually... I can look by oh. first name. It'll just take a bit longer. You know, if you just hit <clears throat> Control-F and type it in, that'll bring it right up. I do... Those haven't been invented yet. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just real quick look through my notes. I know it's in the notes. I know it's in the I notes. didn't write it down. I know it's in the notes. It's not in the notes. You only got buried. Okay, uh... No, I'm sorry. Oh. I don't have a last name. I know they're a, a drow, and that they do some uh, wild, wild game capturing. I think I know who you're talking about. One moment. Uh, they and own she... a cockatrice. If that helps. They. I, n- no. I'm fairly certain I know who you're talking about. And she mm. she steps away and goes through a door behind her desk, um, and you hear. Uh, it kind of drowned out by the din of the rest of this place. You can hear her talking um, to somebody back there, and you hear some shuffling around before eventually she walks out with a file in her hand. Uh, and she sets it down on her desk and flips it open. She says, Mr. Barrett... Uh, oh, shit. What was his last name? I had it written down. You guys didn't. Galapagos. Uh, uh, Barad Gallen is his name. Oh, it's actually a G. Mm-hmm. Uh, she pulls out a paper. She says, uh, I'm terribly sorry, but it appears Mr. Gallen has passed away. Oh, fuck. I- I'm sorry. What and also when? Uh, very recently. Uh, yeah, one moment. And she steps around uh, out of this, like, back area, and she comes to show you this file. Um, nothing seems to be... Uh, what's the word for when something's supposed to be? Confidential. Nothing's confidential. So she shows you um, that there is a report that Baird Gallen uh, was found dead in his home two days ago. We just went to the shop yesterday. Mm-hmm. He would, and they didn't know that yet. That's very strange. Um, do they know what happened? Uh, that's far as as much as is in this file. It appeared to be of natural causes, but they're still waiting on a, a report from coroner, just to be sure. Uh, were there any creatures found in his house at all? He did have a number of exotic pets in his home, yes, but none that would have killed him in such a way. Do mm-hmm. do you know what's going to happen to those animals? Well, they are the property of his family now. 
Well, ain't that just a thing? Um, okay. Uh, well. I guess uh, we could try something else. Are you able to tell us where he lived? I cannot. That okay. is family information only. Gotcha. If we, um... We're not as much interested in the man himself as we are the uh, what he did. You wouldn't happen to know anyone else uh, the same profession or anyone that he worked with that you could uh, point us in the direction of? I do know of a number of contacts he had in Shell in particular, uh, but there are no other wardens in his same... Uh, bracket, I suppose. He did have an apprentice, but I believe they're still in Garrowshell as well. Gotcha. So he didn't work uh, primarily here. He actually worked out of some of the other continents, it sounds like. Yes. Um, his home office is here, uh, mostly because he uh, deals out of Port Saurus since it's a central port. Um, his work... His work dealing in exotic animals was more of his own business. Uh, what he did for us was mostly research uh, related to said animals um, and working for cartographers and such. Did he have a... You said his home office is here. Does he have an actual physical office that we could visit? I cannot give clearance for that. That's fair. Uh, where's the coroner at? That seems like a strange request. No, I'm just curious, like, if they've, you know, taken a look and seen what happened yet or not. Yeah. Once they have the report, they'll come here. Mm hmm And where would that port report originate from? Make a persuasion check. Cool, I'm super good at these, you guys. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool, plus zero, sweet. Oh. <laughs> One. She looks at you like suddenly, like you're weird. She's like, I, "It it will come here. That's all you need to know." All right. Well, I turn to Christmas. Like, do you want to go find some other animals to capture, or hunt down somebody else, or you know? I think we should, uh, I think we should regroup at the, the, I'm going to say this loud enough so that the, the person that's like helping us can hear. Um, I think what we should do is we should regroup first at the, uh, at the AMC office, uh, and then, uh, see if this is a matter that still requires further investigating. Okay, yeah. Uh, noticing what he's doing, I like wink at him. I'm like, yeah, and we'll uh, we'll let the collective know as well. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. That's probably a good idea. She rolls her eyes like she doesn't uh -huh. believe you. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, time to go. Okay. All right. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah, by the time you guys get back, everybody else is there, too. Okay. Well, uh, bird catch is dead. Oh. That's uh, concerning. Apparently died of natural causes two days ago, which is... I mean, I don't think it's related to anything that we're doing. I, I know I gave the, the people at the shop my name, but at the same time, like, we weren't hardly even here when they were found dead, so... It's not... I don't think it's... Well, Magda, you're the one that needs the... the medicine, so... If, well, listen... I, I, I literally... I probably wouldn't have gotten a lot out of that anyway, so. That's fair. I mostly just wanted to learn how to do the the bird call because I thought it'd be cool, but uh, it's, it's it's fine. Uh, yeah. Can you just go? Well, I had no. Yeah. I had the whistle so that I could do it more easily, so that it wasn't just like because I don't do bird calls really. But anyway, um. I think there was talk of going to the AMC office and uh, Foostrack, how are you doing, buddy? I am doing pretty good. Does Foostrack seem like he's doing pretty good? Yeah, that doesn't seem I'm going to inside check. I just believe him. <laughs> Again. Just like, oh, okay. 15. Four. 14, I think. Boostrack's doing pretty good. Actually, you notice something a little different about him, too. Did you lose some weight? <laughs> oh my god. Funny you, you get, should say get a that in a way, yes. Emotional He no longer weight. has his mall. Oh. His oh, it's got a fucking up. pocket dimension. That's awesome. Was your big hammer? I, I assume Jasper is with Foostrock. Mm-hmm. And I assume that Foostrock has all the knowledge that I have at this point. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Foostrock 100% shared all of that with Jasper. And ja okay. Like, yeah. And was just like, we're not telling anyone. So, so <laughs> you guys see Jasper's vibrating with excitement. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jasper, you want to share something? No. Big smile. Alright, well. Uh, anyway. I should have known you were going to go off by yourself and do something and show up and not want to tell us what it was. But you know what? That's fine. That's just kind of... He wasn't by himself. I was ten feet away. And are you going to tell us what happened? No. Then it doesn't change anything. Uh, Alright. If it helps. It doesn't. I I was <laughs> in my room the entire time. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's okay. Christmas just has mad FOMO, so um, we're gonna don't worry about it. Yeah, we. I'm gonna I'm gonna sidle up to Jasper and be like, "Are you two dating now?" Would <laughs> be like dating my brother. Okay, well, you know, what, whatever works for you. No judgment. No. no. Okay. How would that oh. even work? I'm three feet tall. Hey. Don't make fun of size discrepancies. 
Yes, yeah. but but me compared to Fustrak is even smaller than you compared uh, to Gwen. And Gwen's just that's standing there with her arms crossed. She's like, we make it work. Also, I've been on Twitter. I know how this works. By the way, Magda, you ain't getting off here easy either. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you, also, you also kind of snuck away to, to do something. So it, you're yeah, good, you're good too? Right. Gwen was with me. You want to tell mm-hmm. the, the class what happened? Or is that something you're going to keep between the two of you as well? No, it was just, we were just making out. It's fine. Yep. Do I even need to roll an insight check for that bullshit? <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. Well, cool. we blew up another well, screen while we actually, were Actually, I should say, it might be a little true, because I'm sure it happened somewhere in there. Yeah. But yeah. that's not what they were doing. Cool. Well, just remember this the next time that Noah and I go off and do something and come back and tell us everything that happened. Oh, wait, we just did that. Anyway, let's go to the AMC office so that we can all take on a job together and uh, do that together as a group. Okay. As a family. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. So you guys head off to the AMC, uh, retracing most of Christmas and Noah's steps. Uh, the AMC office here is much bigger than others that you've seen because it is, after all, Port Saris. Uh, even though it is not the biggest city in the world, it is one of the top 20. Um, this particular office is set up similar, similarly to the White Warden's office where they have a line of secretaries, but they're not separated out like bank tellers. They each have like these uh, half-circle desks that are set into different corners of the room. Uh, but as you guys come in, uh, you pass by uh, a group of mercenaries all talking amongst themselves. You see they're all steel rank, and they are loaded to the gills with like weapons and armor. Um, and you see one of them has a uh, rolled up bounty poster in his hand. Um, but they push past you, and uh, inside, uh, there's a few people milling around, mostly lower ranks, that are talking to the secretaries and either gathering information about the city or about a bounty they're working on or turning stuff in. Uh, you see one person in there is holding a halfling by the scruff of his neck, uh, and the halfling has his hands manacled, uh, and he's turning him in for the reward, and you see guards come in and arrest him. Um But uh, as you step in, you do see uh, on the sort of public board, uh, there are three bounties up. Ooh. What are they? What are this? Show them. This are this. This are this. This are this. Uh, So first of all, there is... You're going to show them to us? Yeah. uh, Oh, you made stuff. Yeah, I fucking did. What do you think I I am? Uh, You? (laughs) Uh, first of all, there is a bounty for someone named Avrian Debeau. Ooh. She sounds terrible. That's It's a man. Oh, he sounds terrible. Uh, there is a wanted ad Avi, for they're looking for the lost member of Pentatonics. No. Oh my god. Nah. There's uh, basically a wanted ad for bodyguards for rich people. Ah. Uh, and then there is the bounty you guys have already heard about for the missing items from the collective. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I wanna. I'm interested in that. Yeah, same. Have that off the board. You also do see a copy of the bounty for the quarry butcher. Yeah. Uh, which is pretty much the same as the last time you saw it. Uh, except for now, the bounty includes the name Tristan Kepler. Mm -hmm. And yeah, confirms the name Volg for his dog. I'm going to point out the... Uh the Debo bounty to Fustrock, specifically the parts about fighting rings. Um, just for the the benefit of the stream, because this isn't because you guys are reading these yourselves. Yeah. Uh, the first one is Wanted Dead or Alive, Avrian Avi Debo. Uh, essentially, this is for a man wanted for many kinds of assaults and theft and for the recent murder of his 15-year-old uh, sister. Um, he is a moon elf around 27 years. Uh, he frequents fighting rings. Um, and according to... Uh, Basically, according to uh, oh nope, it doesn't say that. Never mind. That's something that you would get from an officer if you talk to them. Um, um, yeah. Uh, uh, what? Nope. Continue. Sorry. Tell me what okay. you've done. Uh, the second one is uh, wanted bodyguards for event by House Kinnabel of Port Saris. Uh, Master Galad Kinnabel, Patriarch of House Kinnabel and Chairman of the Jewelers Guild of Port Saris, is asking for able bodyguards, clay rank and up, uh, of the AMC, for a one-night event on the New Year's Eve, which is in four days. Uh, basically, there's no details, uh, which for Magda, you would know that Bounties with so few details means that if you go and apply for this contract, the officer is like hand selecting people. This isn't something that just anybody can take down and be like, I'm going to go do that. Um, the third one, uh, just to give a little more detail for the missing items, uh, wanted return of stolen property, thieves remain unknown. Uh, following, that should say, following a break-in at Lodestone Hall, not Courage Manor. Uh, Lodestone Hall. On Turin 1st, uh, the Obsidian Collective has issued a bounty for the return of stolen items and arrest of the thieves responsible. One is Overwatch, a Molinarch 720 rifle, originally belonging to Marin Veneer. Uh, the second is a scroll containing illustrations and translations of the runic Thunar spellbook tattooed on Silas Veneer's arms, uh, created by artist Baron Avaldson, which is actually a rather famous name. Uh, according to the Lila Ritter, uh, guards heard smashing glass and found the items missing but saw no one. Uh, they have reason to the believe that it could be the Cult of the Eternal, given what the items are, and being that the Cult is known to steal such artifacts related to Silas. Um, let's see. There is no reward listed for this one, because it sort of depends on what goes down. 
Uh, but all of these state that you should contact Sergeant Olsen Riley at the Lodestone Square AMC contract office, which is where you guys are. Now I'm done. Okay. I'm going to walk up to the counter. Is there mm -hmm. someone, like, a counter someone available? Yeah, you find a Sun Elf man, a secretary, short blonde hair. Thank and he God. looks over at you and says, yes, how can I help you? Yeah, hey there, guy. Uh, we need to uh, see Captain Riley. Sergeant. 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 Mm -hmm. Brigadier Riley. That's Brigadier's Riley. a way higher rank. General uh, Riley. That's even higher. Oh, I know. Uh, I know military stuff. <laughs> um, but the First uh, admiral. This, shut up. Uh, the Sun Elf uh, nods and says, uh, "What?" contract are you looking at? Uh, the one for the Obsidian Collective. They sent us here to take a look. Oh. Uh, really? Yeah. Do you have proof of that? Uh, Kenna's a big bitch. <laughs> and you see a load of people turn slowly to look at you. And the Sun Elf leans and he says, I wouldn't say such things about them around here. Do we I, have any... Have you met her? <sighs> it, <laughs> it's one moment. And he, he turns and he, he goes uh, into a back office. Mm. <laughs> See, it worked. Do we uh do we have anything? Did anyone grab like a like a shampoo bottle or anything from Korra's yeah. manor? That would probably yeah, because I left I left everything there, but like maybe like a like a matchstick box that has the logo on it. I stole a bathrobe. Yeah, I have this letter. I have this letter from Killadeer. Well, he's already gone. Fustrock, what the fuck, man? <laughs> I got this letter this morning. Well, well, to it the worked. Um, <laughs> eventually, uh, the Sun Elf comes back and says, uh, "She, she will see you. Uh, just go back through that door there." Oh, okay. I go through the door. Do all of you? I do. Cool. I do if they let me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you all kind of have to cram into this little office, but um, uh, through the store, there's a fairly nice office, not very highly decorated. Um, in fact, you get the idea that maybe the person here just moved into this this office. There's a couple of boxes laying around, uh, but sitting uh, in a cushy chair on the other side of this large desk uh, is a half-orc woman. Um, who's a little on the small end for a half-orc, and not the sort of classical, like, muscly orc you would expect. She's very prim and proper, um, has a nice sort of suit on, um, and you see that there's a number of... Uh, they're not, like, award medals, but, like, the medals that a uh, an officer would wear... Uh, on her chest and you do see there are a couple of smaller ones that look like maybe they're awards or maybe they're from specific groups uh, but she is clearly a retired officer of the Marrow Legion similar to Lieutenant Tom uh, but as she looks across and sort of brushes her long gray hair out of her face uh, she sees all of you and says 
Well, I'd say to have a seat, but there's too many of you. Um, why don't I just stand? And she gets up from her chair, says, I understand you're all interested in the Obsidian Collective's bounty. Yep. Yeah, they sent us here. Mm-hmm. They, my secretary said that. Um, mm-hmm. You have been in personal contact with them. Oh, uh, we're staying in Carrage uh, Manor or Lodestone Hall or wherever the fuck. We're Carage, staying Carage Manor. Yeah, we're Carage staying Manor Estate right now. Yeah. If you'd like, we can send a message to someone to have them vouch for us. But that's not necessary. Um, I, I'm sure. What reason would you have to lie? Um, actually, though, can I see that letter? Yeah, I hand it over. Yeah, and they flip it open, and they just look at the bottom where Kaladir's uh, signature is, and they say, oh, yeah, that's real. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> so you've read the bounty. I'm sure they've told you a bit about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Overwatch and uh, the illustrations of Master Silas's tattoos are missing. Uh, we have gathered a bit more information since we posted the bounty. Um we are fairly certain at this point that the cult of the Eternal is involved somehow, though we don't know if they directly stole it themselves. Um, we have an idea that they may be knocking around the harbour a bit, uh, potentially asking for more people to join them. They're very charismatic, very friendly people, and they tend to draw people in before they realise what's happening. Mm. Um, are there any specific troublemakers in town that are part of that cult? Uh, we don't have specific names for the area right now. Um, they're fairly... They haven't been able to establish themselves in Port Saras till recently. Uh, they've sort of been a problem in other major places like Haven, um, Seager Ray Affair. There was a time... A couple decades back when they broke into the uh, the old house that used to belong to Silas and Marin Veneer. It's a whole mess. So they're new in town. Fairly, yes. But they're recruiting? It does seem so. Mm-hmm. Do you know what their tactics are or what they typically look for? Uh, as far as we know, it's mostly sort of promises of community and um, mm. they use a lot of what Lady Kelladier stands for, sort of mercy and family and all this sort of thing. Make it sound really nice and welcoming and then they take all your money and everything you own and you work for them for the rest of your life in a commune somewhere. Typical cult stuff, basically. And this is... Whew. That's got some historical significance. Yeah. Uh, anybody want some Kool-Aid? Um, yeah. Okay. It's so cold. You know, I can probably get in there pretty easily. You know, same. Well. I, what? No, no disrespect. Oh, okay. None at all. Mm-hmm. You can change your face. You even carry a veneer sidearm. I'm sure you probably could talk your way in. History has shown that that's not your strong suit. <laughs> mm. But if you want to go in together, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to stop you. 
I mean, you know, I do have a lot of really nice stuff and uh, I'm kind of wealthy. So I feel like I'd be a good target for them. That's true. That's true. I can help you a lot too. Oh, okay. We also literally do have an in with Kewadia and they may be very interested in that. Oh, that's That's true. That's true. Yeah. You have a letter from her. Yeah. Yeah, we could just flash a signature and be like, hey, look. Yeah. We're friends. They might be suspicious, but, uh, well, I don't technically work for the AMC, so we have that too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, neither do I technically. I thought you had a badge. I do, but that doesn't mean I'm part of them. I didn't sign a membership form. Do they just deputize you? Yeah, basically. Oh man, classic. Their mistake. Classic AMC. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we go try and do that then? Uh, do you have any more information, Sergeant Riley? I keep wanting to say O'Reilly, but I know it's not. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, that's the majority of what I've got. Is there any specific, uh, are there any specific questions you have? Or uh, the best I can do is point you to the southern part of the harbor. Do they just You'll... have like town cries, basically, that are like, "Hey, come join us. We're over here." Uh, you'll find that they they look for an inn with people, sort of walk up to people looking real sad at taverns, uh, go up to people who look like they've been worked halfway to death. Uh, some of them walk along the harbour handing out pamphlets, you know, again, classic cult stuff. As much sad as sad and tired, I love as, this. As much as I wouldn't want to degrade myself, I just kind of looked sad and tired all the time. Yeah, that could work. Is this true? I could make uh, it. I could make it worse for you. I mean, no Great. offense. No, Are none taken. I'm aware. Just go a little heavier on the eyeshadow. Mm. I'll wear eyeshadow. They, I know. Do they fly any particular colors? Uh. Not really. They they try not to stand out in a crowd. Uh, they try to look like normal people. But they're usually a little too excited about life, if that makes sense. Yeah, cult stuff. Cult stuff, yeah. Yeah. They, do you find them to be typically more active during the day, or I, I know you said sad people at taverns. Most of the time, my encounter with sad people at taverns is it's either uh, late at night or very early in the morning. Uh, they tend to roam around a bit more as people are getting off work, yeah, usually okay. in the evenings. Uh, they don't do a lot of skulking around at night, as far as I know, um, right. at least not recruiting at night. Right. Uh, they save all their illegal stuff for darkness. Cool. Anything else? Mm-hmm. I think so. I think we got we got it. Yeah. All right. Well, best of luck. There are a few other people out there uh, looking into this as well. Uh, just. Be careful. 
they're not violent people, but I don't know. Lately, they've been getting a lot more intense. Been hearing some strange things about plans for next Dylan Dane, which is never a good sign. Oh, not a fucking game. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, we can't keep doing this! Listen, <laughs> you never... And I don't like it. You never let me get to Delandane in 200, so now it's my chance to get to it in 502. Hey, we didn't do anything. You could have kept the campaign going. Mm-hmm. You could have kept it going. We all agreed it was a good ending. Yeah, it was I... a good ending. Shut up. <laughs> don't tell me. <laughs> wow. No, no, I don't mean it. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Uh, well... Oh my god, your accent is killing me. You, <laughs> well, I don't know why, well, but for some reason that like the Kiwi and the Midwestern well, are really easy to switch between. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did I come over to Kalakai Harbor? We'll meet up with Bulwark and his mom and it'll be great. Oh my god, don't. Yeah. You're messing me up. Uh, okay, so um, we need to... Yeah, we need to go. <laughs> we need to go before I sound like I'm from Carol Shell. Yeah, exactly. Well, I I kind of wanted to take Jeeks. Foostruck on a bit of a field trip, but the rest of you more than welcome to come if you want to. What Where's kind of field, field trip? trip? I wanted to go check out one of the, the ranches north of town. Uh, okay. Um... You feel like this is code for brothel. No. Yeah. Um, and Gwen laughs. She's like, "No, that's not the code for brothel." What is the code for brothel? There are a lot. How many yeah. do you uh, want to know? Uh, name off ten right now. Oh fuck! <laughs> uh, that's one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, one of the I'm co- going to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. I have some uh, errands to run. I I will tell you from experience. Church is often actually code for brothel. Oh. Okay, all right, all right, I get it. All right. It's what uh, married men call it. Mm. Take me to church. Oh, God, okay. Uh, Are we going to, yeah, let's, I'm not going to the horse ranch. I don't know. I'm good. Uh, Okay, so the plan is to, like, we're going to reconvene at a tavern and look sad and then yeah. <laughs> well i i mean you're gonna look sad because okay, you'll be there but <clears throat> sure, sure, it sure. might not help us to just spread out a little bit when we're there because if they're gonna be okay. handing out pamphlets someone can be outside and someone can be inside and gotcha you know just okay so we should just meet up at one of the like what's the should we go to, like, the busiest tavern, or should we go to the saddest mm. tavern? Sergeant, what's some of the taverns that have had the most trouble? Is it, like, which one was it here? Was it the Pink Pearl or the Blue-Footed Booby? The Blue-Footed Booby was in Cigarette. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, pink, yeah, the, the pink, pearl. pink Pearl was here in Forsaris. Was uh, it? Yeah. Because yeah. 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 it's where oh, you guys okay. met up with Rhea. Yeah, this oh, is the one where yeah. I, I haunted, I haunted yeah. the Twink for several, yeah. several episodes. Where... I think that's, isn't that where I killed Flynn? Yep. Horribly. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. You killed him while he was naked. It was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And tied up. Great. Yeah. Because yep. Rhea lured him in being like, ooh, sexy lady. Yeah. Uh, 
Let's see. The blue, uh, Ooh, the pink pearl is a brothel, here. not a tavern. And I don't know if it would be around 300 years later. The pink pearl? It's timeless. It is you know, timeless. it probably has been like burnt down and rebuilt like four times. Yeah. Yeah, it's out there somewhere. Um it's a cultural staple. It's mm. <laughs> where you no, never mind, I shouldn't say that. Um, Every time the fire goes through, they have to find the pearl again. Yeah. <laughs> There's an actual pink pearl. Yeah. Yes. Some of these tavern names are fucking ridiculous. Um but yeah. Uh, I mean, if you want to go haunt a uh, brothel for some sad-looking people that need Jesus, I mean, it's a good place to start. Yeah, it's not. No. Or we could go go to Meyer and hang out in the alcohol aisle. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I can't tell you how many fucking times I've had people approach me, like, in the alcohol aisle, and they're like, you're not going to find what you're looking for here. And I was like, for... oh, no, I think I am, because the rum's right there. Yeah. 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 Oh, found it. There's the Malibu. Oh, there it is. It's right <laughs> next to Jesus. Yeah. Um. So yeah, did we get an answer? <laughs> uh, they'll. Uh, the pink pearl will be mentioned. Um, okay, but okay. Uh, they'll they'll basically give you a couple taverns and brothels whose names I do not have on hand. Okay. Um, okay. We'll pick one and decide to meet there as the sun is is setting. Yeah. Um, Gwen does offer. She's like, I could always go and scout places out. I'm pretty good at picking out uh, sad places. Gwen, do you want to know what the problem with that is? What? You're going somewhere on your own, and we ain't going to have any of that. I did not say that. I'll look over at Magda. Yeah, aren't I the one who's supposed to be all sad and mopey? You know, I kind of have to go. I'm just offering to scout the place out. I'm not asking that we start looking for them. Yeah. I know. I'm just... I'd... If you two are going to go off by yourself, there better be some actual work getting done. Oh, Christmas? What oh do you take you... us for? And she actually steps up to Christmas and leans down to his level. She says, you have no say in what I do with my free time. All right. Fustrak. Let's go find some horses. Mm -hmm. right. Take off, little brother. Um, <clears throat> but she stands up and just walks out the door with Magda, Magda's hand in hers. Oh, mm. wait. Yeah? I felt like there was something else I had to do while I was here. Oh, can the I try to... Shaggy Jackal's pub. <laughs> uh, I would like, like to um, talk to the secretary uh, real quick. Real fast, mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. I almost said quick and real fast, thick. and then it, yeah, real, real thick. thick. Real thick. Um, yeah, we'll wait for you. <laughs> yes. Uh, can you send a message for me, please? Uh, that would depend on who to possibly. I will describe my father. Uh, okay. and then just say, uh, just just say that this is from Magda. She's checking in see how he's doing if he's run into trouble or anything like that are you asking me to send this via Vodra post can you do the little sending thing 
Uh, I think one of the secretaries can. Uh, I thought and... that's who I was talking to, but all no, right. you're talking to the sergeant. No, no, no. I was. I said I'd go no, up to left. one of the secre- secretaries. Oh, oh, I didn't hear that yeah. part. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I got the wrong accent on. Yeah, then. I gotta be fucking English, which is a hard switch from Kiwi. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, the secretary says yes. Of course, I can. I can send that for you. And uh, they start casting the spell uh, using more arcane means than the previous like runic means you've seen other people use. Um, and as they send it, they wait for a moment and eventually say, uh, he says that he is, uh, oh shit, I actually have to look at the map to see where he is. Uh, M. Noblin. Let's see. When did you guys leave them? Uh, a week ago? Yeah. Something like That's that, so yeah. Uh, he says that they have just uh, gotten off the train and are about to cross to Hjolmanir by ferry. Uh, should arrive there within the next day or so. Okay. Uh, no issues thus far. Good to know. All right. Thank you. Is there a fee for that? I don't remember if I need to pay for no, that. No, it's no trouble for one message. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, Noah, what's, what, what are you going to be up to? Uh, I'm going to go work on some stuff. I got are more things to make. I... Can I work in my room by myself? I mean, that's what Foostrack did, so I'm, I guess it'd be okay. Okay. Should I go and hang around the villas? Jasper asks. No, you don't need to. It's fine. Well, I guess your dad is going to be close by, so it should be okay. Yeah, he's there, and, you know, the Obsidian Collective is also there. Well, yeah, but, you know, you can mm-hmm. never be too careful. Mm-hmm. Well, um, do you want to go to to this... No. Quote unquote horse no. Ranch, no. Jasper. I, oh, I thought you were talking to me. <laughs> no, it's just like no, <laughs> no, no, I do no. not. Yeah, yeah, we we get it. You don't like horses. It's yeah. it's fine. Yeah, um, he did get kicked a lot in his defense. Yeah, how are your yeah. ribs? No, no, they're fine. But I, uh, you know, the only good horse is a uh, dead one. Wow. Do they say that in Reese's Ridge? Nope. Nope. We just made that up recently. Okay. Oh, that's oh, a, Noah that's a Noah, Noah-ism right there. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Noah's definitely not coming with to the ranch. I do have some kegs of powder if we want to say hello to them. I'm super good with you just leaving those behind. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine if instead of a toy horse, it was a real horse filled with black With a powder. bomb strapped to it? All right. That's you know, en- I kind of like that idea. That's enough of that. <laughs> we're, we're offending the horse girl. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys split off. Mm-hmm. Jasper will we'll go with Team CF. So it'll be Team CFJ. CFJ. At CFJ, GM, and N. Yep. General Motors, what's up? 
No. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, it's GMC. Thank you. Um. Anyway. Yep. You guys split off into your uh specific directions. Uh. Let's 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 start with Noah because I think this will be a little bit faster. Mm, what are you okay. doing? Uh. <laughs> well, I'm gonna wait. It's funny that you say that. I'm going to okay, wait until everybody is out of eyesight. Uh, and then I'm going to cast Disguise Self on myself Fuck. to look like a human. Uh, just look like a real sad, dumpy human. And mm -hmm. I'm going to go to the harbor. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so do you follow Gwen and Magda there? or do you Absolutely just take your own? not. Okay, I take cool. my own route. Yeah, I'm sure they uh, split off occasionally. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, you uh, the South Harbor is kind of a rough looking place. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely one of the older parts of the city. Uh, and one of the few parts of the city that is made of mostly wood, whereas the rest of the city is mostly stone. Um, uh, while I'm walking, I'm going to load one incendiary round and I'm going to load one poison round or one aconite round as well, the paralytic. Okay. Um, but uh, getting there, you see that there's... <laughs> <laughs> you see um, all of the, like, cranes hanging out over uh, ships and out over open water. Uh, not, not cranes in the sense that we have today, obviously, but manual mm -hmm. ones. Uh, there are huge warehouses that just sort of tower over the edge of the docks. Um, the docks themselves uh, uh, extend, like, the boardwalk itself uh, extends, like, a good maybe 30 feet out, and then actual docks go further out, and there are a few break walls and piers. Uh, the harbor is pretty busy because, after all, it is Port Saris, one of the biggest trading hubs in the world. Um, and you see everything from, like, little bitty, like, single-masted schooners that are, like, fishing vessels, all the way up to what is called a daw ship. Uh, mm. That is a giant-made ship, which means it's about three times the size of the largest human-made ships. Like, take wow. a, a galleon or a man-of-war and double it. It's huge. Um, but those are anchored further off because they're too big to come in close. Um, a lot of sailors, a lot of dockhands, a lot of, uh, people of different origins, races, ages around here. There's a disturbing number of children working here, like kids that okay. shouldn't be working at their age and who mm -hmm. look a little too hungry and scruffy. Um, there's also a disturbing number of very, very old people who should not be working anymore. Oh, so uh, this is Walmart, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, but generally... Just children and old people. Well, they're... No, but yes. Um, That's literally wa Walmart. Okay. Yeah. I'm not saying so it's just old people and children. I'm just saying there's a little too many of them, yeah. you know, considering child labor laws and shit like that and people uh -huh. being over 70 and operating heavy machinery. Mm -hmm. um, yep. But yeah, pretty much everybody Walmart. looks, shut up. Pretty much everybody <laughs> looks dirty and tired and is just trying to get on with their day. Um, at mm -hmm. this point, it's probably around like, early afternoon or so so there's still quite okay. a bit of the work day left i'm gonna i'm gonna look around i want to do two things while i'm looking i want to see if i see anybody with pamphlets 
And I also want to see if there's like a sad looking tavern around here. There are a lot of sad looking taverns and a lot okay. of brothels and a lot of both. Okay. Um, okay. You will see, because if I remember correctly how the harbor is set up, I know where the Pink Pearl is. Um, there are basically a line of different taverns that are really badly placed and like competing with each other and they have like increasingly bigger and more gaudy signs like trying to like one-up each other uh but you see one that looks pretty like almost demure compared to the others that has mm -hmm. this peeling like uh paint on the outside over bad whitewashing um and the uh, front door is a lovely shade of pink and mm. the sign is just a simple like metal hand hand beaten sign uh that shows uh an oyster <laughs> an oyster with like a little pink uh pearl in the middle of it uh mm. among the others uh there's some with really ridiculous names like the shaggy jackal um there's there's some that have like plays on the names of famous people and yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh like there what? is you do notice um the marine veneer. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, walking along actually past the pink pearl, uh you the kitten glance... canoodle. <laughs> there you we glance. go. That's a good one. Uh, shush. Um, you glance down an alleyway and actually notice that there's a spot where the ground is black, and it's perfectly circular. And oh uh, no! Pinned to the wall uh, next to this, um, there is a plaque in brass mm -hmm. that has the name Aether written across it. Oh yep. no! still there mm -hmm. uh, do I see anybody with pamphlets around I make a perception check okay one gosh there are <laughs> there are just there's oh no, no wait I'm sorry perception three did you roll one <laughs> yeah I rolled a one yeah uh you know gosh there's just nobody out there today handing out pamphlets um <laughs> but as you as you go further along um you start to hear somebody like calling out and you're like oh maybe this is it uh and you go up and see a guy with uh, a table just on like a street corner and he is just bellowing across the harbor about how uh the obsidian collective needs to be destroyed oh i'm gonna oh. go talk to him yeah um his so this uh, human you know surprise mm -hmm. surprise um human was really fucked up like badly cut black hair he looks like he's fucking crazy yep. uh dressed in rags um but he's just like pounding on this table it looks like it's like two hits away from breaking but he's yelling about how the collective steals like tax money and uses it to fund their private military the lila ritter uh, and he yells about how uh how unfair it is that two members have been in their position for 300 years and how it's even more unfair that the lycari get to stay forever uh, and how they shouldn't, how people should not bow to the whims of things that are not people. 
essentially. His mm, biggest okay. platform is that the Lycari are not people, essentially. It's well, very eugenics y. Yeah, that's very yeah. not cool. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. But he is passionate about it. Mm. As many well, eugenics people are. Um, does he have anything to drink with him? <laughs> um, yeah, you would see that he has like a tankard that is clearly stolen from one of the nearby taverns, mm. just sitting on this table, occasionally bouncing every time he hits it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to walk up to him and lean on the table and be like, hey, guy, so what, you know, Yeah. talk to yeah. me a little bit about this, because I feel like what you're saying is true. Really? Well, yeah, I mean, the, all those people up there, they're just, like, getting away with murder. Literally, though. Literally, they no, get like, away literally. with murder. They're not I mean, held to the same laws and standards as the rest of us. And he just starts yelling across the whole harbor again. Oh, He's like, he do you know yelling, how many people Kenamek Ambro has killed? As he starts um, as he starts yelling, I'm going to slip something into his mug. Next slide of hand check. Is gonna roofie this guy? Oh fuck! Twenty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, God, he rolled well, but there's no way he's beaten that. Um, yeah, you just you just slip this into his drink. What is it? Uh, hang on. Let me look at my what? Let me look at my inventory. What did I slip in there? Is it aconite? Mm. Is it panna? Is it belladonna? Oh, who knows, right? Um. <laughs> Or do you just slip something in and not look at it? Mm, no, I think it might have been like... Ah, uh, God, that's a horrible way to kill somebody. I'm going to do aconite, just a little bit of aconite. Okay. And um, I'm going to listen to him yell until he takes a drink. It's going to be a while. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, well, you know, then I guess I can probably just, uh, after he starts going, I'm just being like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that sounds, that sure makes sense, yeah, uh, and then I go, I'm gonna go find a tavern. Yeah. Um, yeah, you do catch him taking a drink, but Aconite takes a while to kick in. It does. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know that he drank it, and he just mm -hmm. keeps yelling, um, and, uh, as you're getting away from him, you do hear him, like, clear his throat a couple times and then keep going. Yeah, it's kicking up. How, um, what does that do? Yeah. Aconite? Uh, it's yeah. a paralytic. It will yeah. basically paralyze you and you it can stop your heart if I gave him enough. Yeah. And if you're unlucky, you can be paralyzed into choking on your own vomit. Yep. Great. Mm -hmm. Which wow. is honestly the more likely way to go. Yeah. Um, but yes. Uh, it's just a, just a little, just a smidge. Just a Remember the psychopath mid snap thing? Yeah. 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 It's still on. What about it? What about it? No, the the snap is. It happened. It happened. It's done. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote oh, a note snap. to myself. I was like, if now. Christmas finds out about this, he will never trust Noah ever again. You do now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah uh but i'm sorry what is noah doing i'm going to a tavern and i'm okay. i'm aiming to be the big bad of the campaign you guys like this, cool. is, this is what's happening i'm game for that like sav would love you 
Probably. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you you head off to tavern, and what do you do there? Uh, I'm gonna get a drink at the Shaggy Jackal. Yeah, and I'm going to I'm gonna sit at a table. I'm gonna stare into my drink and pretend that I'm real sad, and just wait. Just out of curiosity, what did you get to drink? Uh, I don't know. Apple yeah. juice. Uh, I also keep my hands around my drink at all times so I can see it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, yeah, I'm going to go with just like ale or something, something I'm not going to drink a lot of. Mm, yeah. It's practically water. Um, yeah. But yeah, you just sit there looking real sad. Real, real dejected. Real life is not going the way you thought it would. Once in a while, I'll mutter to myself and I'll be like, oh, I sure wish I had something to believe in. <laughs> Make a performance check. <laughs> uh, that's a zero. Um, I'm going to give myself guidance. Nine. Oh gosh, man! I just wish, I just wish there was something out there to believe in and just throw all my money at. Um, <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, there's a oh, couple. Oh man, people... I wish I didn't have all this money that I could give to a worthy cause that would make me happy and give me a reason to the community. Um, <laughs> community. There are, there are a couple people that like look over at you like what the fuck and there are a couple shady figures that like lean over and are like mm -hmm. he has money um give me a but... fucking reason <laughs> burns um, down the bar and walks yeah i just blow that shit up like bye yeah uh but for the moment no one no one responds to your pleas for spiritual guidance mm. um but okay. let's cut over to magda and gwen okay, okay. What are y'all doing? Uh, we're going to... What? Did you go to the Pink Pearl? He's at the Shaggy Jackal. The Shaggy, Shaggy Jackal. Jackal. Okay, yeah. so I guess we'll go to the Pink Pearl. Then. Nice. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. They found it. Yeah. They found <laughs> I mean, it the first we're time. We're lesbians. Of course we found it. That's yeah. true. That's true. You already they knew found it, it back at the Chased Cat. Yeah. Honestly, it's not even that hard to find. No, it's, really it's not. not. Even I know where they are. Just gotta I put just a don't little go effort near them. into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have yeah. heard of the land um, of Taurus, and I do not go there. Um, um, yeah, you guys, uh, you guys, as you're looking between these buildings, um, different taverns and brothels and such, uh, you see Gwen walking along with kind of this look of a businesswoman on her face as she walks past each one she's like no too full and then she looks at another one she's like no customers at all uh and she points out the the pink pearl she says that's a ridiculous fucking name but that place looks like it has a reputation for haunted yeah. twinks that might be a best bet then all right and she uh, starts heading toward the door. Uh, like I described before, uh, it has badly whitewashed walls with a peeling coat of paint over top and a lovely pink door that looks like it's seen a few decades. A lot of traffic. 
A yeah. lot of traffic. traffic. A lot of traffic over several decades. So much traffic. <laughs> um, but those doors uh, never stop flapping. Oh my god. <laughs> So let me let me ask you this, Ash. Has Magda ever been to a brothel other than Chased Cat? No. Cool. Because yeah. uh, the Chased Cat is very different. Yeah. Um, the Chased Cat is kind of what the Lavish Chateau is in Critical Role, where it's this it's really very nice. very nice place where you don't just go to sleep with people. You also go there for like social interaction and like to play chess with someone very mm. intelligent and interesting and it's a social atmosphere rather than just you know a fuck palace right. um yeah. a fuck palace <laughs> this yes. is this is the fuck palace this place oh is like one of the brothels from the fucking witcher 3 where it's just yeah. draped in gaudy like not even silks <laughs> but they look like silk um everything is like all the furniture is overstuffed and like really old and all the tables have like nicks and dents out of them there's mm. uh stains from beer that have been there forever um there is a small ish bar uh because what goes better with sex than alcohol uh don't take that as an advice people um uh but basically each table um each table is like, if someone goes and sits down, that's when the courtesans pounce. They're like, ooh, I'm going to take this one. Um, but uh, as the two of you step in, uh, Gwyn has to duck through the door, of course. Uh, as the two of you step in, um, the first thing that hits you is the smell of incense. And, like, not that great incense, but it kind of, like, it kind of makes your head a little fuzzy. And it's all part well, of the opium. thing. Uh, probably there's some opium being opium being smoked around here uh but you do see like uh there is like they're like little like tobacco stations and hookahs and basically every kind of vice you can think of is available here um all of the all of the courtesans and escorts here uh look desperate uh, a lot of them oh. are a little on the thin side. Oh, uh, there's, a, no. there's a few particularly beautiful ones that are much more filled out, likely because they get more customers. Um, and you see, uh, standing behind the bar, uh, there are uh, a moon elf and a sun elf, uh, each sort of going back and forth up and down the bar. Uh, which, considering the time of day, it's kind of surprising how busy they are. Um but as Gwyn steps in, she reaches out and like puts a hand on your shoulder and doesn't let go. Um, just sort of pulling you in like almost protectively. She's like, just just be mindful in here. Okay. It's not a jealousy thing. It's a literal like I'm worried for yeah. you kind of thing. Mm. Um, but she will follow your lead, whatever you're doing. Mm, I don't know. Um... Are we doing this now? Are we doing this the, the sad thing now? Okay. Uh... Wait, wasn't this Gwen's idea? Yeah. She was going to scout places. Okay. Why don't you 
like, go talk up the bar, and maybe I'll just, like, preemptively look sad in the corner somewhere. You know they're going to pounce on you, right? These courtesans? Okay, yeah, but, like, what if one of them's in the cult? I'm even more concerned about that. Well, yeah, but that's the whole point, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> what are you worried about? You think I'm gonna? I could. I could barely get you. I'm not gonna. That's, that's not. That's not what I'm. I'm more secure in myself than that. Thank you very much. No, they. There's more going on here than trying to lure people in for sex. You will be pickpocketed. You could be drugged. I will. I can hold my own. All right. Alright. And she lets you go and she walks up to the bar. Uh, where immediately the moon elf starts flirting with her. Um, but they just start talking. I will go off in the corner and look sad. Paul's sad girl routine. I'm going to ask you to make oh, a performance me. check oh, with advantage because this is normal for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's still, I still don't have great Chorizo, but we'll see. <laughs> Roll for chorizo. Oh no. <laughs> I rolled a four and a five, so four. It's in minus one? Yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh so tell me tell me this. What exactly are you doing? Are you just sitting there looking at the floor? Are you trying to look <laughs> interested in anybody? I'm just looking like my, well, I would say that I'm trying to just look normal, but like, I think maybe I am leaning into it a little bit. <laughs> like, like, uh, just like okay, a lot of sighing. After, after like a good, maybe 60 seconds. Because they don't fuck around. Well, they do, but not. They don't waste time. Um, a uh, a beautiful wood elf man uh, steps up to your table. He is almost naked. Um, mm. About all he's wearing is like a an nearly sheer sarong about his waist. Um, and then he has like these really tarnished but still pretty like bangles and rings and jewelry he has several piercings in his ears and on his face he has like the chain uh between his ear and his nose that you can tell is like a cultural thing for him um and uh he steps up and leans over the table this beautiful lean elf and he says hello darling we look um Alone. Hmm. So alone. <laughs> this is Magda acting. <laughs> oh my god. I love this. Yeah, and you see he raises like a perfectly shaped eyebrow and he's like, Is there anything I can do to help with that? Oh the... where where can I begin? Um uh, <laughs> um, just, I don't know, if you could give me, like, a direction, a purpose in my life. 
a community if you oh my god i love that we're all just like shouting keywords <laughs> at them yeah <laughs> um and he he looks at you in the eyebrow just keeps raising and he's like oh honey i you need a temple not a brothel oh uh no that's not religious maybe <laughs> Unless given the right god, we'll we'll see. This is so painful. I love this so much. <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, he, um, can you make a persuasion check for me? No. <laughs> oh, I should have. I have a fucking mutagen that I can do for the. Uh, it's a thirteen. <laughs> Between this clusterfuck and Noah poisoning a person, Christmas and Jasper and Foose Truck are just going to have a delightful afternoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he he just looks a little, almost a little spooked, and is like, whoa, <laughs> I, you don't put your dick in crazy kind of thing. Yeah. Um, he's like, <laughs> all right. you know, all I, right, all right, all right, then, all right. And then, and then. You see uh, somebody step up behind him and put a hand on his shoulder. Um, And you see uh, a slim Goliath uh, woman. She's maybe like six and a half feet tall. Kind of small for a Goliath. Um, Completely shaved head. uh, Athletic, but again, slim, lean. Uh, She is dressed in a fairly nice dress shirt. She doesn't look like she works here. Uh, Dark trousers, like pointed boots. But she puts Mm. a hand on his shoulder and she says, I've got this. And he's like, okay. And he walks away. Um, But she sets her hands on the table, very like claiming space. And she looks down at you. She says... I couldn't help but overhear. You're... You do sound like you need a little bit of help, honey. Yes, I have a very tragic life. So tragic. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta go with what the dice said. Um, (laughs) she, she, uh, She nods. She says, well... I'm going to have to agree with him. I don't think a brothel is the place for you, but I don't think a temple is either. How about you and I take a walk? We'll talk a little bit. I'm going to subtly look around her to see if Gwen is tracking me at all. Gwen is staring at you. Okay. His eyebrows raised, like, be careful. I'll kind of give, like, a little bit of, like, an eyebrow raise to her, but then I'll look back at and be like, yeah, Make okay. A sleight of hand check for that, please. <clears throat> I'm better at that. Oh, no. Eight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you do the eyebrow raise, and the Goliath looks over her shoulder. Gwen can't turn away fast enough. Uh, and the Goliath is like, I can bring your friend too. Uh. Okay, it's like that. All right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'll look back over at Gwen and I'll just be like, mm, 
and she stands up and walks over. And of course, she towers above this woman uh, almost as much as she towers over you. Uh, but the Goliath looks up at her and is like, well, all right, an interesting pair. Follow me. And she heads for the door. Follow her. Okay. You guys head out into the streets after this Goliath. And within a block, she turns into an alleyway. Oh, no. I am going to be subtly keeping my hand on my Kusarigama. Yeah, and you can see uh, sort of hidden like behind her thigh, Gwen has her Naginata, but the staff is not extended, so at the moment it's sort of a dagger form. Um, and the Goliath is like a few paces ahead of you guys. She's not like checking back to look if you guys are following. She's just striding on confidently. Um, but after you go down a ways, uh, you pass an intersection and you hear somebody fall in behind you guys, keeping pace. Uh -oh. Can I quickly look behind me just to get a... Yeah, they're not hiding. Uh, you see a black dragonborn dressed similarly to the Goliath. White dress shirt. Oh my god, they're Mormons. <laughs> um, but he, he does it's have... Terrifying. Uh, he does have a vest on as well a dark vest all blacks and whites right mm -hmm. just keep going keep following all right uh eventually uh you guys reach uh another in intersection that's more of uh like a large square in between buildings uh, and you can see a number of people a number of people have like uh gardens in this area but it's generally not well traveled um and you see uh waiting for you here there's another person uh this one would be a white tiefling uh black hair also dressed in black and white um and uh the goliath stops and turns to you guys and the black dragonborn stops in the mouth of the alleyway behind you and she says we are we're looking for a similar thing to you. She motions to you specifically, Magda. Says, we have been looking for the same thing for a very long time. Uh, back almost 300 years at this point. And um, I think maybe we could work together toward that goal. Hmm kind of goal are we talking about community safety a place for people like us to feel like we have purpose so uncomfortably culty <clears throat> thank you uh, i studied and uh how do you propose we achieve that well, at the moment, um, many of us are scattered across the world. Uh, we're just starting to find places to belong in Irakel uh, within the past couple of decades. Uh, but here in Port Saris, we, we're particularly interested in forming a community following the ideals of some of the collective members, uh, namely 
Lady Caladir and Lady Roan. Uh, going back to, all the way back to uh, some of Lord Silas's ideals, the peace that he sought. Hmm. Interesting. You know, I've had a few run-ins with Lady Kelladea and Lady Roan myself. And you see all three of them perk up. And you're right. They are the light of humanity. Wow. So, I think that works out pretty well for us. And the Goliath looks up at Gwyn, who is just nodding along, trying <laughs> to look friendly, but definitely like, oh god, this is a cult! <laughs> um... But the Goliath nods, um, and she steps forward and offers a handout to you. And you see, um, from what's not covered by her sleeve, uh, you can see runic tattoos extending out onto her hand. Um, but she offers a handout to Shake. She says, my name is Serena. Serena, nice to meet you. My name is Paige. Nice. Make a deception check. <laughs> and this is this is her this is her girlfriend Piper. Yeah. Um yeah, that's a two. Okay. Yeah. Uh Serena nods. Straight faced. And do you introduce Gwen or what do you do? Oh, I'm gonna let her no. do that. Okay. Fuck. I need a name. I'm already uh, I'm already bad enough at introducing myself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to um, get her in trouble. But she offers a handout to Gwen as well, and Gwen introduces herself as Ayla. Um, and uh, Serena nods and says, "Well, then I think maybe I think maybe you should you two should meet the uh, the rest of the family and see maybe if you fit in." Um, if you're interested, uh, come back around dusk or so. We'll have people around looking for you. Right, we'll be Bring there. any friends that you think might be interested. Uh, we might have some, actually. Lovely. <laughs> and she looks at the black dragonborn and nods, and he kind of relaxes and steps out of the way of the alley. I will grab onto Gwen's hand and move her along. Yep, and Gwen just, just follows along beside you. Um, the Black Dragonborn tails you until you get out of the alleys, and then he stops and sort of watches you guys go. Uh, I would like to, when we exit the alley, I would like to move in the opposite direction of... Uh, Carage Manor. Okay. And then so do like a, a round. Yeah, I want to do like beef. a loop around and go back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as soon as you guys are pretty sure that you're away from these crazy fuckers, um, Gwen like leans down to you and is like, that, that was, what the fuck? Yeah, right? Uh, 
I mean, we're like talking to possessed people. Was, yeah. Maybe they are possessed. Yeah, we don't need any more of that. <laughs> I'm possessed by the spirit of the Lord. Ooh, ooh, yeah. that would be like that would be like Magda's going like kind of conspiracy theory mode, and it's like, wouldn't that be like interesting? Like that that whole cult was like possessed by like Dolthea or something because he was all jaded about Silas like ditching him and stuff like that. <clears throat> anyway, but, wait, uh, <laughs> but isn't that? But what? Isn't Dolthea the Titan of Shadows, not Death? Yeah, but like he like was a thing of, you know, he he had a thing with Silas. And so maybe he's like, oh, maybe. this is my revenge for ditching me all those mm. years ago. But Silas is dead. Yeah, but his predecessors and Keladir. Maybe. I, I don't know. I'm just bullshitting here. I can tell. Yeah. I just like poking holes. Great. Um, um, where? No, she doesn't know you're there. Um... But uh, as you guys start heading back toward uh, the manor, uh, Christmas, what y'all do and with your boys? Going to the ranch. Okay. Uh, let me grab the map. So just outside of Port Saris, uh, along the Spiro River, uh, while Port Saris does sit in an area uh, of kind of thin jungle um there are open spots here and there and uh, the arcos ranch uh dominates a pretty big uh grassy area um next to a few small farms dotted around the place uh getting to the edge of the area uh arcos ranch uh the entire area is surrounded by uh, metal fencing, which is something that most ranches don't boast because it's too expensive. Um, and you see that these metal bars are set into stone pillars, uh, even more expensive. This place is rich. Um, every single post has like a, a, a calligraphy to A uh, marked into it. So... Yeah. Uh, you see out in some of the pastures, there's a fairly wide variety of horses. Um, there are everything from Arabians to Shires to uh, hunters to walkers and so on and so forth. You even see a few ponies and mules out there. Um, and there are also uh, livestock guard dogs littered around the place that sort of walk along the edges of the fences. Nothing new to you. Um, but as you get uh, in closer to the main part of the ranch where the uh, barns and a very large plantation style house are set, uh, you see kind of similar to plantation houses of the South, um, there's like a hallway of trees along a uh, road leading up to the house and the estate. Uh, what are you guys? What are you guys doing? I'm looking for like a manager. Manager, that, okay. Don't like that sounded bad. That came yeah. out like 
like Karen, but the, no, no, literally, I would be looking for like someone that that helps manage things around here. Yeah, uh, traveling up the road to this uh, large house and all the outbuildings, uh, you do see along the fences uh, next to. Uh, fields on either side because they do grow their own stuff here as well uh imagine like uh imagine caliga hall from red dead redemption or braithwaite manor it's very a very similar setup um you see sitting along some of the fences there are armed men who watch as you guys walk by and it seems like they're more concerned with like watching the fields and the horses, but they do clock you along the way. I'll give them a friendly little wave and little hat tilt. Yeah, and a couple of them like nod, a couple tilt their hats back. Uh, as you get closer and closer to the house, one breaks away from a group of guys who are like smoking together, and he follows you guys uh, closer to the house. Um, the house itself is also guarded. Um, there are armed men littered around the place again just watching over things uh there's quite a number of employees around here um some people like sweeping paths others cutting grass um some trimming hedges uh and then you do see a couple wagons like coming in bringing supplies from town uh but as you get up to the house uh, you hear the guy behind you whistle, and somebody up on the balcony of the house looks down, and you see this uh, well-dressed, uh, almost ebony black drow look over the edge of the rail. He has short white hair, uh, very nice uh, dress shirt, trousers, nice boots, very proper vest. Uh, he seems to be just like sweeping the balcony. Um, and he looks down over and he says, uh, can I help you? Uh, howdy there. Uh, Good day. Yeah. What can I do for you? Well, we're not from around here, but this is uh, clearly. Of, yeah, right. Well, this is, uh, well, everything around here is still pretty familiar to me, but my friend here, Let's just say I'd like to introduce him to some of your wares, but not necessarily for purchase. Uh, it's been a while since I've been able to been really interact with any horses. And, uh, well, I'm, I'm sort of getting the itch to, to reconnect with them a little bit. You wouldn't happen to have any sort of well, ponies or, or, or older, older horses that are of a calmer demeanor that I can introduce my friend to. He could use some, uh, well, he could use a, a, a connection like that. My friend, I think the first thing you should know is that you need to speak a little more directly. I'll be right down. And he sets down the broom that he's holding, goes inside. I turned to Foostruck, and I'm like, all right, so he's one of those folks. Okay. 
<laughs> After probably like 30 seconds or so, the front doors open. Uh, these two, like, mostly glass front doors that have like curtains behind them. Uh, but as he steps out, you see a younger man who looks almost exactly like him uh, steps out beside him. Um, and he comes up to your group. You can see he's like wiping his hands off. It looks like he took a second to wash his hands. Um, he says, now, if I can understand your strange wobbling, uh, you're looking to play with the horses? I don't know if that's necessarily how I would put it, but you know, let's just call it that for now, yeah. All right. Uh, just need to do... scratch that itch. That's even stranger, my friend. Um, he looks over at Fustrock and then down at Jasper. He says, we do have a number of older horses that we keep for riding lessons and the like. Um, I imagine I could find some brute big enough to carry your friend here. Um, Not necessarily to ride. Still, somebody, uh, somebody tough. Um I, is this going to be like a recurring thing? Are you looking to do therapy sessions or? I think maybe just sort of an introduction to it for now, but I'm also just interested in, uh, well, the ranch itself. I, I come from a ranching family, my, well, where I come from and. Oh, really? What ranch do you come from? Well, if potentially I was here to look into a future business transaction. I don't know if I'd want to necessarily say. I'd like to learn about the that place is, a little bit first. That is rather suspicious. I'm not sure what to think of you, sir. <clears throat> you love your silence, don't you? I sure do. Um, he, <laughs> realizing that you're not going to say shit all, he turns to Fustrak. He says, do you know where this fellow is from, or are you just as clueless? Uh, well, despite he and I being friends for, uh, for a while now, um, I don't know too terribly much about his past. And you're asking me to let you near, uh, prized horses? I mean, I'm not. He is. He's going to stare at you until you say something. I'm going to stare at him until he does something. After Fustrak's a good 10... Fustrak's going to wave him over um, mm -hmm. closer to him and just, and just say, yes. Look, my... He's too proud to just come out and say it, but my friend's been going through some uh, some pretty rough times, um, you know, some some business transactions uh, that we that he has worked on have uh, have fallen through, and one of the only things that he loves in this life is just is 
horses in Kiyotori, and we, we've gotten to ride some Kiyotori, but it's just, it ain't the same, is it? Just riding, riding a no. horse, there's just nothing quite like it. Um, so he, he was just kind of hoping beyond hope that, that he'd be able to, you know, just get to get to experience the love and majesty of a, of a horse for a brief time. Honestly, I'm not going to make you roll for it. That was too good. Um, I, I have advantage anyway because yeah. <laughs> of the fire uh, rune. <laughs> he, uh, he nods and he looks back at Christmas and says, See, now you could learn a thing or two from this fellow. I suppose there's no harm in you gentlemen spending some time with our older horses. Uh I suppose, and he turns and looks at this uh, drow kid next to him who, in front of strangers, looks like a deer in headlights. Um, and he says, uh, "Go, go gather up, um, go gather up some of the someone for each of them, size appropriate." And the boy nods and looks at all of you and slowly backs away before skittering off toward a barn um and you eventually see him come out like holding different sizes of saddles and he goes to the edge of a pasture as the older drow leads you guys along the fence line um and he says now uh akos ranch uh boasts horses from around the world you can find practically anything here uh the only thing that we currently do not have are some of the Arctic horses, unfortunately. It's a bit too hot for them. But uh, we do have Shires, Clydesdales, all kinds of walkers, hunters. Uh, we've got plenty of show horses. Uh, we have work horses that have uh, needed a new home after they grew too old. Uh, that'll probably be one of the uh, Shires that you'll get. Uh, and we also have a number of ponies that we use to teach young children how to ride. Uh, and he looks uh, to Jasper and says, now I'm sure you could ride yourself an adult horse, but uh, we have some larger ponies that I think you'll enjoy. Uh, little speedy guys. And uh, as you reach the young kid, uh, he is bringing around a massive Clydesdale uh, who... Uh, probably is like, I don't remember how horse measurements work, but he's damn tall. Uh, he's probably as tall at the top of his head as Fustrock is. So he's big. Um, he's got a lot of like harness scars and saddle scars. Um, uh, 17 to 18 hands. Nice. Yeah, probably, yep. probably verging on 18. Um, I don't know what a hand is, though. It doesn't uh, make That is sense. about... 18 hands is 72 inches. Yes, but I don't I don't know what a hand is like inch wise. I it looks like it could be I don't know. What's 72 divided by 4? I'm so glad that Coop and I both just held up or one 18. hand and pointed at it with the other. Oh one. my god. 4 inches each. It's about 4 inches per hand. Why is a hand 4 inches? Most people's hands I think it's are just like your palm 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 it's not your fingers. That's it's palm. stupid. Why? Why? Um, anyway. I don't know. <laughs> I know you don't God, American, know. Americans will use anything except for the metric system. They literally will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, a hand is exactly 10 centimeters. Mm, you know what? That makes a little bit more sense <laughs> than inches. Or I mean, maybe a little over 10 centimeters. I don't centimeters know. Centimeters makes more sense than anyway. But it weighs 2,000 pounds. Yeah. Uh, a uh, An older uh, Arabian, they would be called something different in it, Lauren, but I, I don't care. Uh, an older white Arabian, uh, the Shire is black with like a white blaze and uh, mm. white fur around his hooves. Uh, the Arabian is pure white, uh, pure white with a, uh, currently their mane is, uh, mane and tail are braided. And then a little uh, like Scottish Highland pony is trotted mm. out as well. That sort of follows the Shire and the Arabian around pretty closely. Um, but the drow sort of motions to them as the boy is struggling to saddle the Shire. Um, he's like, uh, I suppose have fun. I assume you know what you're doing when it comes to horses. I'll go help the boy that's struggling to saddle the Shire. Yeah. And He's just so tall. Yeah. Yeah. Even for you, it's like a little bit of a stretch. Um, but eventually you manage to get it all buckled in. Yeah, guys can play with horses. Cool. I just wanted to have a quick little conversation with Foostruck while we were here. Okay. Also, yeah. uh, that uh, that drow kid that mm-hmm. um, that is helping, I'm going to give him a gold piece. Yeah, you walk up and put it into his palm, and he just stares at it and then looks up at you, and you hear the older drow go, what do you say? And the boy's like, thank you. Um, and he just darts away. Gone. He's going to buy bubblegum. That's such a soft spot for kids. Yeah. But, uh, as, uh, as Christmas pulls you aside, Jasper's already on his pony and just, like, trotting circles around the bigger horses. Well, I, like, basically, like, while we're, like, introducing ourselves, like, to the horses is when Uh I want to talk to Foostrock. Oh, okay, Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fustrog, if there's something that I learned growing up, it's that people people are easy. You can lie to people. You can manipulate people. You can always anticipate people are going to act in their own oh, interests. Uh, did you just... I feel like I just heard Noah speak. Did you hear, <laughs> did you hear that? It was like a voice just, on the wind. I just muted myself because I'm going to have so many fucking comments about this stupid conversation you're about to have. Go for it. Anyway. You can lie to people, but you can't lie to a horse. <laughs> a horse. Yeah. A horse. It's weird. I just, I keep hearing his voice. It's almost like he's All here. Right. Uh, All right. You know what? Quit telling everybody I'm dead. Anybody who's not involved in this conversation, mute yourself. I was going to say, I, do you remember when we talked the entire time that they were fucking around doing shit? I, I don't remember that. Anyway. Say you uh, fucking yourself. Say. Shut up. Good lord. Um, I know you're having a hard time trying to figure out what to do. I know things at home are tough. I'm kind of wrestling with... what. I can talk to people that I know now uh, when they're completely across the world from me. And I don't know 
it, every morning I wake up and I, I ask myself, do I want to send a message to them? Do I want to talk to them? Do I want to go home? But those people weren't great for me. Uh, I got more joy out of interacting with these animals than I ever did with my ma and pa. <clears throat> you got to earn a horse's respect. Uh, but once you have it, it's a precious thing. I would assume the Foostrack has some experience with horses at some point. Um, but it's mostly just like, you know, approaching like gently and respectfully of the animal and um, making sure that it knows where you are at all times uh, so that it doesn't feel like it's going to be spooked. And um, just like, you know, like, you know, if there was any like feed or anything that uh, that they left for us, just like giving it a little bit and just giving it some like good, like, like little rubs, like on the cheek and like uh, at the ears and stuff. <clears throat> Um, the Shire horse, uh, who's an older male, uh, would have been, I believe it's called a gelding. Um, he's pretty chill just in general. Um, he doesn't seem bothered by, uh, the new people. He doesn't seem bothered by, uh, you approaching him, a creature who is, you know, equal in height to him. Um, if anything, he's a little confused by you because you look like a cow. Um, but yeah, he's just chill. He just kind of lazily chews on whatever you give him and it's just like, yep, this is life. <laughs> he's a good starter horse. Yeah, Chris. I, um... I mean, as you can tell, my mood uh, compared to this morning is considerably better. Yeah, you want to uh, you want to talk about that? Um, I had a little bit of a chat with uh, LM today. Well, shit. Um, yeah, Lorcan. Um, somehow managed to get his hand on a uh, particular artifact that allows me to uh, have direct contact with her. You know, you're, you're definitely right. I've been um, wrestling with uh, a lot of things. I don't think I'm going home. Um, and, uh, my wife and I need to have quite a conversation. Yeah. Uh, um, 
I did, however, um, get something pretty cool. Um, I don't want to spoil all the fun on it, but uh, once we're not so close to large animals that uh, may be spooked, uh, um, I will show you uh, a little a little gift I got. You ain't gonna whip out your dick, are you? I mean, technically, I'm wearing a skirt. It's already out. Okay. Well, it's just kind of covered. That's fair. <laughs> well, I just thought that this would be nice for you. And if you, uh, you ever do need to talk to anyone about, you know, your family and home, just know that I might understand some of it, even though I can't necessarily talk about it myself. And, uh... No, I, I appreciate that. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to make things uncomfortable back there with the, with the, the ranch owner, but... I have people that I need to protect. And the best way I can do that is by, well, not talking about them. I understand that. You, uh, you ever heard about the Glass Lake? Have I ever heard about the Glass Lake? Make a religion check. Ooh, boy, probably not, but I'll try. <laughs> probably not. I'm the bard and I'm good at everything. <laughs> I mean, there are two things I'm really good at. One of them is performing, and one of them is lying. But uh, we'll we'll just leave that as it is. Anyway, uh, religion, 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 religion. Oh, not good. Plus two. It's in the R's. <laughs> uh still very good. Nineteen. Uh, knowledge of the Balin Pantheon is fairly ubiquitous. Um, you do know the name Glass Lake, um, but you would you would better know it as Volker, which is the realm of Alen, uh, sometimes referred to as the Glass Lakes of Volker. Uh, and you would know of her hall, uh, Svefensalar, which basically means the Hall of Sleep. Um, it is partially Elen's realm, and it is partially an afterlife for her faithful. Um, some people pass between uh, Volker and Ursvaler, Ursvaler being Zerai's realm. Uh, they go back and forth depending on what they need. Uh, but Volker is for those that need peace and rest and healing, whereas Ursvaler is comparable to like Folkvanger and Valhalla. It's where you go to prepare for whatever's coming. Gotcha. Well, and to feast and drink and all that shit. Fustrak, I'll be honest with you, I ain't really the religious type, but I have read about it. Do me a favor, just just listen to what's around us. I listen to what's around us. 
I imagine it's the sound of horses neighing and shitting and trotting and... (laughs) Well, and... And after, like, a few moments, Fustrak's like, you can hear the wind in the leaves, and you can hear the grass, and you can hear the horses. And it's just a place that really makes you feel at peace, isn't it? Yeah, it's probably why I wanted to come here. That's what the glass lake is like. Honestly, I wish I could show it to you. It's the most peaceful, beautiful place I have ever seen in my life. And my afterlife, I suppose, technically, because the first time I saw it, I was dead. I completely understand why you would find peace in a place like this. It is very peaceful, and it is not to be able to connect with nature in in such a tactile way. And finding that peace inside yourself is something I know that I've struggled with, and I have the feeling that you have as well, and Magda has, and Noah is currently. I do worry about him. Yeah, I do too. Um, I, I definitely, um, I'm a little worried about where, uh, where rage may, uh, may take him. These are good horses. <laughs> hmm? These are good horses. Yeah. I was about to say, why do we have the two guys who have the most pauses talk to each other? <laughs> um, Just dramatic pauses. It's leaving room for yes and. Uh, it loses oh, wait, drama sorry, that was when you do episode. it too much or you don't talk for ten seconds. Uh, I don't know. I like when you guys talk. It's nice. Um but yeah, you guys spend a little, little while with your horses. Unless there's something specific you want to do, I do have to wrap it up. Well, I was going to talk about our plan uh, sure, go for, for it. Uh, what we were going to do. But it's uh, this is metagaming, but there's no point in talking about it now, so I won't do that. Okay. Yeah. I do want to do one more thing before we wrap up. Okay. Noah, oh, as boy. you're sitting at the Shaggy Jack Hall, mm-hmm. uh, what, have, what have you been doing waiting for someone to come around are you doing anything specific uh i haven't been doing anything specific but once my uh, once i felt my disguise self getting near the end of the hour like with like 10 minutes left i'd leave and probably head back to the um the collective okay um as uh as you're like getting up from the table you were sitting at um there's a moment where you catch something out of the corner of your eye, like a flicker. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Um, <laughs> um, and as you like look directly toward it, you realize it's a person flickering in and out, almost like static. And 
you start to make out dark skin and long elven ears and glowing green eyes and a look of panic as it flickers and you hear a familiar voice say Noah and flickers out and you hear the voice again but with a different tone to it just Mm. say shut up and then it stops it's gone this is a particular person it looks like Lorcan yeah but this is there like a literal person standing there who looks like Lorcan no it flickered in and out like static and now it's gone oh Uh, yep, I'm going, I'm going back to the collective right meow. All right. You take off. No Uh one else having seen this apparent attempt to reach out to you. Mm -hmm. And that's where we'll end for today. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, that was all right. Cool. We used like half of the notes I made. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just save those for next time. Um, this always happens. Turin is the longest fucking month. Um, it's almost the new year, guys. It's almost there. Four more days. Uh oh. Happy New Year. Happy Happy New Year, sir. What? This is the year of the peacock. Okay. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 Kung yeah, Fu yeah, Panda. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah, love yeah, that movie. Yeah. I do, I do. It just didn't click for me. Happy New Year, sir. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you all for joining us. Uh, you can find the Atlaren Adventuring Company on Twitter at Atlaren Co. Uh, you can also find uh, on the screen or in the description of wherever you're watching or listening uh, our link tree, which uh, will take you to all of our Twitters, all of our uh, different links, our shop on Redbubble. Please support us there. And always, we could use uh, we could use more people buying our stuff. It'd be fun. Um, we are currently working on a book version of our first campaign, the Sleeper mm-hmm. Campaign, um, yeah. which is slow going at the moment, but it's getting there. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not Don't, saying it's your what? fault. I literally didn't work on it for like three weeks, so it's yeah. fine. Like, literally, I, I don't care. We don't have a timeline. Just saying, I don't have anything new to talk about on it yet. We still got Ted. Yeah. Though, though, the hippogriff scene is pretty good. Is it? I need to read it. I'm excited. It, it brings even more drama to the situation. Yes. It's good. Um, But uh, yeah, I think that's it for the general stuff. Uh, Ash. Hey, my name is Astrid. I don't know why I'm talking like that. Uh, my name is Astrid Knight. You can find me basically everywhere at Astrid K. Writes uh, or at my website, astridknight.com. Uh, I've got some stuff that you can read right now. Uh, you can look me up on Amazon. I have some stories in Tales from the Year Between Volume 3 from Skullgate Media. 
as well as a story in a anthology called Welcome to Simmons, Detective Spencer. Uh, also, I have a book coming out on March, not March, May 23rd. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not March. Um, May 23rd of this year, uh, I have a book coming out called Perception Check. It's uh, about D&D and feelings and... Uh, yeah, and uh, I'm revealing the cover for it on February 1st, if you would like to see uh, the awesome cover that I have for it. You can find me on the socials at that handle, and uh, you can see it when it comes out. Nice. Yeah. Blake! Okay, it's me. Um... I'm Blake R. Wolf. You can find me at BlakeRWolf.com, B-L-A-K-E-R-W-O-L-F-E. Uh, I write fantasy novels. I've got a complete series out called The Crystal and Chronicles, which is currently available. Actually, book one is free until Monday, so if you want to snag that. Um, and then I recently published uh, book one of Bone, Stone, and Wood called Exordium. Um and so that's out there now. And I will have another book coming out in the next week and a half, probably, called The Grimoire of Kings, uh, Tales from Bermoria, which uh, is the first in a portal fantasy series. And uh, I've already started book two of uh, Bone, Stone, and Wood. It's called Arbitrium. Dang, you just find Damn. the coolest words. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. It's just Latin. <laughs> It's um, it's cool. <laughs> the next one, the next one will be Excelsior or Axiom. Uh, uh, exordium means to start, like a beginning, and then Arbitrium is like um, making a choice. Yeah, uh -huh. mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. The word arbiter is based in that word, where arbiter yeah. is a judge. Uh, so yeah, I've uh, all three both in a row. They summoned a demon. Could <laughs> <Yeah>. be. Um, <laughs> So yeah, uh, Bonestone Wood Book One is available right now. Uh, Bramoria Book One will be available, and we can have pre-orders are up for that, and then pre-orders are already up for Book Two of Bonestone and Wood as well. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm I told, I'm doing it. I'm writing. I'm writing like fucking crazy. I've already written forty-eight thousand words this year, and I haven't even done today. So. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> damn. You got stuff coming up. <laughs> yes. I, I do. <laughs> Not even the end of January yet. <laughs> 48,000 words. Holy shit. Um, That's a ben, ben is a word rabbit. That, yeah. is, that is what I do. I, I, yeah. Hi. Hi. I'm, I'm Zachary Gale. You? I write short <laughs> horror fiction. I have a book coming out in October called Some Empty Houses Might Really Be Haunted. Yay! It's a collection a of short title. horror fiction. Um, so I am going to be working on a cover up here soon, and I will be able to hopefully announce a release date up here within a few months uh, once we get editing uh, underway. Uh, I'm staring at my timeline and my deadlines and I'm already scared, and the first one isn't for like a month and a half. Um, yeah, eight months at least. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, you're oh, fine. Yeah, we, yeah, we got, you got a pregnancy. Time. You can do it. Yeah, we'll hope not. <laughs> 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 oh, Jesus Christ. 
Um, and uh, also, uh, my lovely wife uh, does a lot of art things, uh, including uh, some of the pictures next to Taylor's hand after they, like, bitch slap their wall. Uh, I hit the wrong spot. I was like, yeah, wait, you wait, did. wait, wait, here. Yeah. <laughs> it's backwards. Um, uh, and she has also done some art for uh, for uh, at Lauren, which has been uh, a ton of fun. Uh, but she has a um, a uh, store, uh, leanydraws.com. Uh, that's mm, L-E-N-I-E so draws.com. Um, and uh, yeah, check her out. She's trying to add new stuff on a regular basis. So, yee. Uh, yee. Yo, what's up? <laughs> hey, you. It's your boy. It's your boy. <laughs> Welcome hey to there, my demons. yeah. Uh, I am a regular person slash. I'm the stream person. So everything that you see on screen right now was created by me, including these four other beautiful humans. Uh, spoiler alert: I'm your okay, father. Dad. Uh, wow. <laughs> Uh, That's I do fucked have... up, dude. So you're married to my sister. My, uh... <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, my wife is uh, she's a cosmetologist and does like people's hair and shit. And one of her clients brought her these super duper cool new coasters that are handmade, and they are just like. Really abstract Ooh. and super cool and Those colorful. This is one of Hannah's favorites. You can see all Gee, of our reflections. Oh, are they flow there. painted or something? I think so. Yeah, but they're mm -hmm. just like they're really, yeah, really, yeah. really super cool. Oh, and she. yep, and we kind of needed new coasters, anyway. So now we have these super fun cool ones but yeah that's my that's my show and tell for today yeah i yeah. love that your spot is fun facts or show yeah. and tell it's always well, i don't good. i don't do anything cool so that's that's i just show that's up that's not cool true stuff. at all uh, it's just all the shit that you do shows up on screen so there's no need to explain it that's true um uh but yeah taylor how about how about yourself hi y'all my name is taylor Yay. Uh, yeah, I you want. can. Yeah, yes, there you go. indeed. Um, you can find me on Twitter at T A I Y. I Y. Wow, you didn't make it like a big deal of it. I know, because I wanted to make you all fall behind. Ah. Uh, T A I Y L O R W A L L A C E. Make sure you misspell Taylor or you will never find me. Uh, you can also find me on Sonder underscore editing on Twitter, where I am, you guessed it, an editor. Uh, also on saunderediting.com. Uh, I'm an editor for a few lovely people in here, um, and hopefully should have the last of perception check done this coming week. Oh, shit. Uh, because I may have been possibly still waiting to find out, may have been exposed to COVID, who knows? Mm. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I haven't felt anything. I think I'm fine. Uh, yeah. And it's been 14 days, so I think I'm safe. You're but uh, yeah, you, my you tests haven't safe, arrived yet. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, if you participate in a NaNoWriMo or you are a new author or you're looking for a new editor, uh, I'm your person. 
Uh, but anyway, what else oh. is going on? I don't think anything. Oh, I have finished some new maps for the world of Atlaren. You may have seen one today if our stream master put it up on screen. Yeah. Um, you betcha. There is only one map left that I need to redo for the world of Atlaren. Um, and that will be Lachmanos, which nobody ever fucking goes to. Because you describe <laughs> it as like a horrible hellscape. Yeah. Yeah, but I hope that will pull people in to be like, I want to be Freedom Fighter. And I'm like, cool, let's do it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, anyway. Uh, any, yeah, I already said anyway. Thank you all for joining us. I say anyway a lot. And um, you can catch us on Twitch at 11 a.m. Eastern on Saturdays. Uh, we'll let you know ahead of time if we ever miss any. Uh, you can also catch our VODs and podcasts the following Wednesdays on YouTube, Spotify, and other podcasting platforms. Um, we did recently, well, I did, put up a recent uh, highlight reel from the train heist that happened called the Thunder Pony Saga. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, anybody who's interested, I've started posting some at Lauren stuff on Reddit for fun, just to see if we can, you know, reach new people. And thus far, the response has been amazing. <laughs> uh, but we're not going to get into that again. Uh, we already yelled about that beforehand. But thank you again for joining us. We shall see you next week. And, uh, yeah. Is it Saturday yet? Oh, oh boy! I think we're—that's a—we're gonna get trademarked for that. Yeah, um, no. so we're gonna get a strike when, for that. Wait, no, I have a new—I have yeah, a new version. Is Saturday coming? No, that's okay. worse. No, that sounds. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say sexual. Yeah, Saturday who's Saturday? Almost here. Saturday's Saturday's almost here. Saturday's a little sexual. <laughs> All right. Saturday has anyway, arrived. Saturday Bye. is Bye. almost coming. Bye. Almost <laughs> coming. Yeah, that's Bye. the word. Straight Saturday is Saturday. Saturday. Time to go. Saturday. Bye. Goodbye. Saturday's on the cusp.